Parish Chorus. DM. Welcome to a very special episode of Crash Course DM. Coming at you tonight from the Radiant Citadel setting. I'm Josh Greenway, your dungeon newbie and poor man's idea of a good time. And joining <laughs> me today is a very special lineup for a very special episode and the first non-canon Crash Course DM adventure. It's a one-shot today with some new and familiar faces and some new and familiar sounding names. So I want to go around the table and introduce everybody, have you say hello and maybe tell us about your characters. Who are you? Who's your guy? Or gal and like where are they from what do they do let's just uh let's get into it so first off we have chris hillfigure hi uh i'm chris hillfigure also known as wingspan and my character today is not adria my character is named oriel songheart oriel is a six foot six wood elf ranger slash rogue this little well not so little ranger was abandoned as a child and left to be raised in the swamp and learned how to take care of themselves and uh, or himself and kind of became one with the uh, nature but kind of in a very nihilistic way like developed the mindset that if you can't survive in a place like this you shouldn't be here and if you are you deserve to die Yep, that's New York City, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's cool. Does he have any records on vinyl, or uh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's a real hipster. Um, yeah, he only wears fedoras. Oh, wow. dang. It's that sort Bold. of guy. Okay. Bold. Dang, Oriole. All right. Uh, how much does Oriole weigh? What? Uh... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually put in here, I gave Oriole a weight, 195 pounds. That so makes a lot of sense. Wow. More That's a solid weight. normal this time. <laughs> uh, and, and we have, as usual, Shay Ingram. Hi, everyone. This is Shay. Um, today, I instead of playing Sir Dardendrian, the the nine foot tall dragonborn, I'm gonna go that is slightly, a sick name. slightly. Thank you. Well, Josh came up with it, but thank oh, you. Nice. I'm I'll take Josh all the credit now. for it anyway. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna go a slightly different route. I'll be playing Squeaks Mizzlequill, who is a soft paw mouse folk coming in at about two and a half feet tall. He's a wizard. He actually w was raised in the city. Uh, doesn't not a huge fan of the outdoors. Actually, prefers to stay in you know a little more uh, more urban areas. But he's got kind of a tragic backstory in that when he was younger, his brother disappeared with seemingly no trace. So he spent most of his life just trying to get really as much knowledge as he can, and in any hopes of finding any sort of clues or you know maybe some magic that might help him find find his brother one day. Awesome. And then we also have joining us more recently, but uh, Kyle Kane. That's right. Uh, it's Kyle Kane. Today I'm going to be playing Grugnar, a fighter half orc. And we love uh, the half orcs. He's, he's quite the guy. Uh, used to be a warrior, trying to follow, follow in his father's footsteps, his absent father, who was never really there for him. Um, and he's been searching for that validation his whole life. Uh, he put down the axe a couple years ago and started a tugboat company uh, <laughs> called uh, Grug's Tugs, and that was tragically uh, taken over. It was a hostile takeover by a, well, was it a mouse rat? Uh, Elon Muskrat. Elon Muskrat, yep, took it over. Um, and now he's more of a pacifist. He wants to put the axe down and uh, leave that life of violence behind him. 
Is he at all uneasy about being in a in a party with another rodent after having such a bad interaction with the muskrat? Uh, he's on the path of, uh, you know, forgiveness for all creatures. Uh, you know, he knows not all rodents are bad. Doesn't make general statements like that. Um, yeah, no, he forgives. Sounds like a stand-up guy, this Grug. He's trying to be. And, uh, joining us as a new face and our first guest on the podcast, we have Daniel Lee. Whoa, it's me. Hey, I'm from. Uh, I hear it gets referenced on this show a lot. One shot at a time. Oh, you are. You're on one shot at a time with the the forever yeah, DM. Right. I'm. I'm like the more annoying Daniel. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll see. Um, because my character. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be playing a character. His name is Green Thumb. Um, he's a half elf or half orc druid. Oh, a couple of half orcs. Okay. Yeah, he's got kind of a chip on his shoulder. Uh, you know, not really feeling like he belongs in human society. So he's kind of like exiled himself onto a, a sort of uh, self-discovery spirit quest. So Green Thumb is sort of his like adopted druid name that he picked up for himself to kind of like distance himself from his half orc background. And and he has long since abandoned his uh, his original name. Um, he hasn't used it in many moons, and now he you know at the ripe old age of eighteen. We'll never go back to his mom's place because her stupid freaking boyfriend moved in. <laughs> so now I live with the land, and they're my only friends. That makes sense. Pretty you know, good. it sounds like a wise eighteen-year-old. Yep. Yep. No, good. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm for. I'm bound for riper pastures. Out of all of our tragic backstories, I feel like yours was the most tragic. <laughs> yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hit me right in the angst, man. <laughs> I just watched Lady Bird recently, and I got to tell you, I'm really, it's resonating with me. <laughs> so uh, thanks, everybody, for, for joining me tonight. We're doing uh, a bunch of different stuff, totally because I planned it this way and not because of scheduling difficulties. So in keeping with the crash coarseness of this all, I have continued to make things difficult for myself. We are also going to test out an adjusted show format. I didn't record a a debrief to this. I didn't call a shot per se. And instead, I want to talk with you all about things that I'm working on as a DM. I want to start taking a more clinical approach to how do I look at my own performance. So we'll talk up front about the things that I want to work on. And then I'll ask you guys about how it went towards the end. And we're going to do our sort of... Hmm brief and debrief together it'll be fun or else um or else it won't be that's fine too um (laughs) it'll be fun or else (laughs) i'm not saying tpk's on the table no hold on i'm trying to figure out when the best time would be to mention the name of the adventure too because i realized that i didn't really work that in super elegantly well then let me ask for am i allowed to say fuck oh we got a fucking explosion oh can we just say fuck? okay cool 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 cool. man shay is just bird dogging me he's Wow. What? Dude, he's bird dogging you? I was like staring. Was no, 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 no. I just, I, I wanted to do a thing, if that's okay, if this yeah. is an okay time. I just wanted to officially plug Daniel's podcast one shot at a time. Oh, thank you so much. It was referenced earlier, but I don't think we've got the official plug in. Oh, oh that's gotcha. true. Oh, thank this you is, so Okay, much. sorry, sorry. I kind of, I didn't know protocol. No, no, no. You're fine. So there's an you're official fine. plug segment on no. this show? No. No, no. We just oh. know we have to get that one out at least five times it's before just, the end. Yeah, okay. It, it's going to happen. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So a few things that now that we've got the cra- the one shot at a time plug out of the way, I wanted to tell you guys about, uh, I picked kind of uh, a few focus areas. So stuff I found online is like in general, a GM has to have like a good understanding of the rules and the lore, right? Or at least where to find it. And then they also need to be ready to like improvise with the player party, be well prepared and be a good storyteller slash enabler. And for me, 
I want to focus more on the last two in particular, especially with conversations that I've had with Chris and Daniel Locke recently. So like prep and storytelling are what I want to be good at in particular, like pacing and timing. These guys will tell you that I've definitely got us stuck in a shop for half of an episode before. Okay. And then being clear and concise in what I want you to know and be able to do and not repeat the same thing three times in three different ways. And then I just want to manage my time in between all of our players effectively, give you all equal time, so to speak, and then have everything ready so we don't spend a lot of time with DM prep in between scenes. Cool. So those are the things for me. Um, any questions or thoughts on that? So you want us to just like loudly interject whenever things are taking too long, like whenever a scene is dragging? I mean, that would almost be kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> like in character. Hey, you're really sucking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, Chris hits like a little like uh, uh, little bell. rules janitor yeah, bell. Yeah, like yeah. ding, ding, ding. Hey, uh, move it along. But at the end, we can kind of talk about and I'll kind of remind you of the things. And if you have thoughts or feelings, we're testing some shit out. Maybe okay. it's not going to, I don't know. I was just thinking about it and... I felt like if I kept trying to call the shot, I was always going to be wrong because that's how that works. So trying a different format here. Uh, as, as just kind of a thought along with that, I do think that those are good things to focus on and good things to be cognitively aware of. Um, so I think that that is a, like, that's how you improve is you focus on one or two things. You work on those one or two things. And once you feel like you're good, then you focus on another one or two things. Yeah. Good wow. way to do it. Same. <laughs> yeah, same on all counts. Sweet. I'm Thanks. also good at self-improvement and stuff. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Hell yeah. yeah you yeah, look yeah. like you read books. You read the <laughs> shit yeah, yeah, out of yeah, some yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, Today, I'd also like to let us know that we have the new and improved Kyle Kane here today. Wow, it's such an honor. I didn't realize. thought I was just with normal Kyle Kane. No, this is best Kyle Kane. Yeah. Okay. He had to kill the other Kyle Kane. <laughs> oh, this is like a doppelganger situation? He's a whole thing. Yeah. That's gotcha, why he was running gotcha. a little bit behind today. But this one's better, so... Yep. Like a pod person situation. You a mean podcast a podcast person? person. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there we go. It was right there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we have the wrong Kyle. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, Survival of the Kylist. As long as he's good at D&D, &D, I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so the adventure we're playing today is uh, In the Mists of uh, Moniversha by... Mimi Mondal. I hope I said Great. that right. Or That's a lot of alliteration. Right. Yeah. So this is like a legit D, &D a real adventure name? from yeah. Okay. And and this is a legit adventure from uh, Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel. So I didn't write this um, in in any way, shape, or form, which is probably for the best. Not that a fully homebrew campaign against the advice of everybody as a first time DM isn't going swimmingly. I just thought mm -hmm. let's do something a little more grounded in experience first, and then I'll worry more about the performance part instead of the story. So as we get this started today, one of the first things that I thought would be fun to do because I've never done it on the DM side is I would like, so you've all built your characters out, which is great. Thank you for having those. And what I'd like to do is give you some magical items to start your adventure. Well. So we're going to roll, you're all level nine, correct? Yep. Nine. Yes. Okay, so what we're going to do is from magic tables A, B, and F, I'll just sort of tell you as you get your rolls what your items are. And so our adventurers spent the better part of an hour rolling for items. It wasn't nearly as exciting as it sounds, so here's just some of the highlights we cut together. 
I'll let your numbers so the audience can get into it with us. 99. Oh, no way. Really? Did you really get 99? I rolled the Extremely same number exciting. twice. So sick. Dude, there's like a 1% chance to get that number. <laughs> 41. It's going to be the Vorp, nice. Vorpal Sword. I'm going to... That's a dual wield Vorpal Swords, please, man. Magic item table A. not as exciting as you 45. think. 45. How many times do we do that? Five. Just five times. Five items? Yeah, you're going to... Oh, we're, you're going to get more than five items. You're 49. Gonna much, you're going to get an oodle of items, Oh, that's a perfect actually. square. I'm going to I'm gonna re-roll that 80. 49. Other 80 yeah. more. Seven squared, baby. I don't want to. Well, we'll see. We'll so see is, what 84. So I'll is 36, which oh. I also got. Wow. Oh. You got two perfect squares. Yo, our audience I is got eating two this up. Dang. Sequential perfect squares, guys. That's crazy. Whoa. Six squared and seven squared. That's right. Dang. They're coming in in the live chat, too. Just all the thumbs <laughs> yeah. ups. That's four. All the heart emojis. No, that's zero. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Maybe four is the vorpal sword. Yeah, we won't know. We won't know. I don't want to spoil it, but magic item table A is not the most rare items, you guys. <laughs> what do you what? What do you mean? You said this campaign was going to be really hard. <laughs> oh, while we're rolling, one thing I also didn't say at the top was I originally called that we were going to try to do this in one session. We already know that's not going to happen, so yep. now we just have that in the recording too. I mean, I imagine it'll take a long time just to even write down all of our items. Yeah, that's fair. TBH. Uh, we're it's this entire session. Yeah, <laughs> that, this is it. An hour yeah. later. Uh, okay, so uh, we're going to start with uh, Kyle. Yep. Kyle, your first uh, number was a four. Four. Okay, you have a potion of healing. Your next one is a fifteen. Nice. <laughs> put that in the app. Shit, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you go um, to the inventory section, go to inventory. You can manage inventory, I think, manage. and then just start. Uh, searching stuff. Just start adding things. Yeah, just start. Add, so, just add whatever you want. <laughs> if, if it, punch it, in. Punch in healing. Fuck him. <laughs> Give yourself a vorpal sword. <laughs> vorpal sword. Okay. Pro, okay. You can do got it. Those right. Okay. If, uh, if, if you say a number and I have any configuration of that number on mine, I'm fucking adding it. Oh, just okay. so you know. Just before you even get to you, just any time it's said as we're going around the circle. Yeah, I have two right. fours in my array, so I'm adding two potions. Oh, oh that's what you meant. Wow. Okay. One's a 41 no. and one's a 49. But. Okay, I'm just going through the shame of clicking the add button on Potion of Healing four times. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely gutted. That's, that's, this is what I'm here for. That's the stuff, you know? Uh, <laughs> Not even a magical item, by the way. Did anybody get 61 through 70? Yes. Sweet. Yep. Potion of climbing. Oh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, these man. These are horrible items. <laughs> Guys, this is the first table. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we're doing five rolls per table? You're doing five rolls in table A, five roll or four rolls in table B, and two rolls in table F. Oh, okay. Table F okay, okay, okay. dope, okay? Okay, okay, I'm still pretty excited then. I'm still pretty excited. I, I'm not. so grumpy. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully under the impression that it was like one through 50 with Potion of Healing, and then the others oh. are magical <laughs> items. So I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, I was like, potion of climbing. <laughs> okay, did anybody get 71 through 90? You know your boy got a 71. I okay, am... you can go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got it's a potion things. of heat a dick. Uh, spell Idiot. scroll first. <laughs> potion wow, that's really of spell scroll crazy. first level. Yeah, it's wild. Wait, Homebrew. Potion of spell scroll? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> is that what you said? Uh, spell scroll first level. Okay. <laughs> If you get a if you get a ninety nine, fucking nothing. Yeah, did anybody <laughs> nothing. get a ninety nine? <laughs> yeah, boy. Bag of holding. What? Bag of holding. These Bag nuts. of holding. Oh, that is what a yeah nutsack is. I guess. I have a seventeen. I also Ooh, have a seventeen. Yeah, potion of fire breath. Okay. It's oh. not all potions, by okay. the way, but there's a lot okay. of potions going on here. Seventy is a uh, Kogtom's ointment, which I'm gonna put in the Discord because I don't fucking. 
think I said that correctly. S- something ointment? Coke toast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Coke toe ointment for when you get Coke toes. Oh, oh. I, found it. I searched ointment and it came right up. That's nice. when you grow out one of your toenails really long. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> it's the it's a special oil just to keep that one long toenail hydrated. Last one. I did say 80. Oh, perfect. Elemental gem. Wow. It's a pretty dope one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So thanks so much for hanging out with that and doing the role for some equipment. This is just something I thought would be fun to have is like your ninth level adventurers. You should have some stuff. And so I borrowed this from another DM that I got to play with recently named Keith. And I did not get his last name. So thanks, Keith. This concludes the rolling for loot section of today's episode. And I think in the future, I will just pre-roll their loot and give it to them when they arrive. Bright lights flicker on semi-transparent screens as a halfling man, whom you know to be named Palki, presses on various opalescent surfaces, all of them seemingly important and entirely unfamiliar to you. In an opalescent room on lush but well-worn seats, the opalescent walls extend gracefully around you, bending into doorways that lead to more rooms filled with passengers, and you can hear their excited chatter as it echoes through the hallways of this house-sized vehicle you find yourselves to be in. Everybody is excited to depart this uh, vehicle known as the Moonstone Concord Gem uh, as it sets down in the coastal city of Sagarpur, the mightiest city of the Shankavumi people, a bustling metropolis on the edge of a vast forested swamp. There's a wild, constantly changing river expanse surrounding you of nature, heavily forested, subject to the whims of these gods called riverines that inhabit the rivers here, that are named after them. The city of Sagarport itself is teeming with onlookers enjoying the Shanka Trials, the final event of uh, a big competition that's happening at the temple located in the middle of the city. It's, it's a tribute to the riverine Iravati, an ancient burnt clay edifice adorned by images of lilies and different spirits all peek from behind, peeking from behind moss vines adorn this thing. Countless spectators have, have filled the streets and they're just like crowding around to get as close to these trials as they wrap up. You have been called to the city of Sagarpur for the closing ceremony because you're here to collect holy water. You have been charged by the voice of one of the incarnate gods that lives in the Radiant Citadel, a, a gemstone deity kind of made up of smaller gems, and it takes the form of a lily pad. And you have all been hired by its speaker to replenish its stock of holy water from the place that its spirits all come from before they end up in the astral plane. And at the end of this ceremony, you're supposed to go to the, the the river guardians that guard the temple after the ceremony to collect some of this water. So that's kind of why you are here. And as you depart uh, the, the Concord Gemstone, your party leaves out and, and Palky stands there and watches as everybody exits and, and waves you off. And you find yourselves in the, the middle of a bustling crowd of onlookers. And go ahead and make history checks for me. Ooh, first roll. Natural 20. Okay. Ooh. That is a total of uh, history. That is 22. Okay, Oriole's got a 22, nat 20. Uh, I got a, a natural one. 
plus eight. So nine. Wow, squeaks is a nine. So literally higher than me. I got a natural six. That's a seven. Okay, and then a seven. All right. And Grug's got a 13. Okay, so squeaks has never heard of the the shanka trials before sorry squeaks has heard of the shanka trials before but doesn't really know much about what is happening around them and then what's your character's name again green thumb green thumb you think i'd know that with that great name all right uh green thumb has never heard of the shanka trials before grog knows and 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 obviously oriole know, knows that these are a spectacle of like art and athleticism so people come to dance and paint and sing and compete and the trials themselves are named after these shanka shells which are like the shells of conch mollusks that live in the beaches and in the swamps nearby. Oriole knows that these are a really heavily used imagery in all of the Shankavumi legends and, and lore. They're a huge icon of this area. These contests are held over a 12-day period every 12 years. And the competitors come from all around the different city-states and the different river lands to compete. And this includes people that are descended from survivors of an old cataclysm that happened here. So one other thing that that Oriole also knows is that uh, there used to be another lost city that was taken once upon a time. Uh, And let me get the name of that one up here. That pause I was talking about at the beginning that I wanted to be prepared for. See, I already messed it up. That's cool. That's good. What do you mean? This is all getting edited. None None of this happened. Well, he's going to make the pause longer, though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He always does this. need to make it sound like I've really tried my best to find that city name. And here it is. Oh, it was just Albany. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's weird. Weird. I always mix it up. No. (laughs) So I did find the city name. It's the ruined city of Manivarsha, which used to be overseen by a riverine by the name of Adirohit. And he disappeared some time ago, and a great huge wave came and took out everybody from that city. And there are some of the survivors of that cataclysm that are here competing in in these trials, and it's pretty common to see them there. Uh, The contests include boat building, racing, cooking, dancing, diving for these Shanka conch shells and just swimming races, straight up races. The contests are supposed to honor the different riverines or the gods that live in each of these rivers and represents them. And then one contestant uh, emerges among everybody to be victorious and take the great conch shell trophy known as the riverines Shanka to grace their home city until the next competition. So they just get to keep it until the next uh, 12 years passes up. So, uh, Sick history check, and that's the full lowdown on the Shanka trials. Dope. <clears throat> so you are arriving during the closing ceremonies. Everybody has been uh, just competing their butts off, and a crowd has assembled in front of like one of the final stages, and there's a young prodigy, a dancer named Amanisha Manevarshi, called Nisha by her fans, who's about to perform. And you hear people sort of chattering, and, 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 and a buzz arises from the crowd, and everybody starts to look and watch. How do you, how do you guys interact? Do you, do you care about this at all? We are in some kind of vessel, correct? No, you have left the vessel, and you're just standing like you exited the vessel. Uh, we opened on you leaving the jewel stone into the city. Got it. So we're just kind of like in the crowd at this point? Yeah, you're standing in the crowd. Your directive is at the temple. You're in the throes of the ceremony right now, and there's like a big exciting performance that's about to pop off. 
I have little interest. Holy shit, guys, I think that's Nisha. You guys don't know who Nisha is? Dude, she's like like the biggest singer around these I this is like why I came here. To like see her dude, I'm like the I'm like the biggest Nishad. That's what they that's like what we call ourselves. Like we're her fans, like Nishads. You see he's got a shirt on that just says total <laughs> yeah, niche head. Yeah, like look, I'm a niche head. Oh, I always wondered what that shirt meant. Yeah, okay, so I mean Do you want to go check out her performance or the yeah, okay. for sure. I mean, like, what do you guys come here to do? I know we kind of just like met on the train. We were like talking to stuff. But, like, what are you guys? What are you guys doing after this? Well, um, I, we've got we've got the directive, but I could I could take a minute to listen to a performance, I guess. Sweet. I suppose it wouldn't hurt. I, I mean, what's a little artistic expression? Music's cool. Right on, right on. So, is it like a like a public theater kind of thing? There's like a raised stage along the street here, and it's like one of the main spots. It's like the final place to do performances, like for, right in front of the temple. Gotcha. All right, sweet. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Greenthumb would probably chill around for a little bit. Heck yeah. All right. I think in canon, he's not here to do the quest. He's, he's like, just I like don't lonely. Care about the job. He just like came here to do like a self-searching kind of thing, and then he's just like he heard about the the performance going on, and he's yeah. like, I definitely want that job. <laughs> And Squeaks is just a bit of a people pleaser, so he's like, okay, well, if somebody else wants to do it, I guess, yeah, perfect, that'd be fine. Perfect, perfect. I, I do have one request, though. I, I don't know that I'll be able to see the stage very well. Grug, maybe you could put me up on your shoulders? I could do that. Oh, thanks, mate. Squeaks hops up on Grug's shoulders, and the the performance kicks off, and you all gather to watch, and Amanisha's performance is, in a word, breathtaking. It carries this tinge of sadness and she dances to and fro across the stage and an announcer explains over the intercom that her performance represents the story of the city of Manivarsha's disappearance and its mysterious destruction and all of the anguish and hurt that Nisha carries because of this and all of the Manavarshi who will never return to their ancestral home. As it ends... A huge cheer rises from the crowd. Uh, go ahead and make an insight check. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to tell us to cheer. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and cheer. Go ahead and yeah, make uh, a cheer. Roll Nisha! Cheer. Uh, <laughs> Nisha, I fucking love you! <laughs> I'm fucking touched, guys. That was fucking sad. That's a natural 19. What are we rolling for? Uh, wisdom or charisma? Oh, hell oh. yeah. I got hella wisdom. Wisdom for days. Or insider performance, like one of those. Or medicine, or religion, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> just, let's just go down the list. You Performance, do a straight luck check. Uh, Persuasion. That's a 23. Um, 23. I rolled a nat one this nice. time for a total of eight. Jeez, that's really high. Still. Uh, I'll go I'll go insight. Uh, I rolled a five, so that's a 12 total. Got a five total. All right, cool. So everybody except Grug. <laughs> is this so fitting? Realizes that this dance that Nisha just put on like on, on one hand uh, on one hand green thumb remembers that Nisha's that sick dancer, not the singer, but, uh, but still totally sick. And you notice that the crowd, like it, it really drew uh, a deep response from the crowd. Like it like, drew people to tears. Like there was something about that, that really resonated with, with everybody and the judges uh, watching the competition. This happened to be the final performance and they meet and, and deliberate and 
Uh, before long, they produce the great conch trophy, the Riverine's Shanka. And one of them bows and, and beckons Nisha forward, and the whole crowd loses their minds, cheering fanfare. She takes the trophy and takes her place as the newest champion of the Shanka Trials. And she raises the trophy above her head, and as she does, thunder crashes and rings out. The sky fills with clouds. From the once calm river, a surge of water rises, forming a towering wave that flings the the boats onto the banks, destroys the docks. A massive wave crests a huge rock that sits outside of the city and brushes out towards the shoreline and the crowded shore and the riverine temple, flooding everything. And you all have a moment to react here. I'll tell you that the plaza surrounding the riverine temple ha- is like thousands of feet long. There are tons of people in here. There are, um, uh, you, you have a moment to react, um, and, and, and try to, uh, like maybe try to do something before the wave is, is going to come and hit the city and this block where you're in. Cool. Green Thumb is just fully crying. <laughs> God, fuck, man. It's just, oh, it was so beautiful. And I just want to say, like, I know you guys are here on, like, another quest or whatever. So it's just, like, so fucking cool. Holy dope, God! Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, uh, can, yeah. we, can I, like, look for somewhere to take cover? Absolutely, yeah. You can make, a like, an investigation check. Somewhere to pr- protect my precious Nisha. That's a two. Probably, like, a, what, that's six with a modifier? Yep. Yeah, can we see where Nisha is? Make a perception check. Uh, were you looking for Nisha with that roll, or were you looking for somewhere to hide? Was what you said first. Uh, somewhere to take cover. Yeah. Somewhere to take cover. Okay. You see some like tall barrels that you could clamber onto that have ladders that lead to the roof of a building. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll kind of be like, you know, motion towards that and kind of try to make a break for it before everything hits the fan. Okay. Anybody else doing anything different while he's going to the ladder? Uh, after he motions, I'm going to shout in Grug's ear, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go! Okay. And then you were investigating for... I rolled a 27. You rolled a 27. She's not there. You don't see her anywhere. She is she is gone, but you do see that the trophy is, uh, like, laying uh, shattered. Hmm. Hmm. I suppose I will um, join my people and try to get to safety um can i try to like grab one or two people on my way there yeah go ahead and make a uh dexterity check for me let's see if you can grab some people or prop or yeah dexterity uh grug what's the move you following you going up yeah i'm gonna put the mouse in my hands and run after that ladder <laughs> nice all right great. just straight decks yep okay that's uh, 16 16. Okay, cool. Yeah, you grab um, you grab two people. You get them to, like, follow along with you. Um, and then as you're all going up the ladder, I would like you to... So the people go up, and then you're all following them up the ladder. I'd like for you all to make an athletics check to see if you get up this ladder before the water takes you. Say no more. My athletics is sick. Not great. Well, I don't think you have to roll because you're writing in his hands. Yeah, but if he's climbing the ladder, I'm assuming. Okay, I'm fine. Have to sold. Hop you off. have to roll now. <laughs> be on my head. 
Um, oh no, my athletics is actually really good. Uh, 19. 19, okay. I rolled a 9. 9. I also rolled a 9. 9. Wow. 15. 15, okay, cool. So anybody who rolled lower than a 15, uh, you do take a little bit of bludgeoning damage. You are going to take... <coughs> Looks, sounds like you took some bludgeoning damage. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hey, he's rolling some dice. Oh. Gonna take six damage, bludgeoning damage. Wow. Cool. Uh, but you just take bludgeoning damage. You don't get knocked off by the ladder. And then as things, uh, as as the water starts rushing by, you do all get up onto the roof with your, uh, with your with your two people that you saved, the the two villagers as you went. What are their names? Their their names are uh, Oki and uh, Playa. Good. Cool. Thanks. So they are, uh, Uki and Playa are just terrified. They are <laughs> not talking. They're just shivering, like don't understand what's going on. <laughs> the destruction towards the center of the plaza from what you can see is not so bad. It's kind of what's gone around you, but you can see that the, the water levels are quickly starting to recede and it looks like most of the impact happened there where you were all standing near Nisha um, who again is missing that being said there was a pretty drastic damage to life there are oodles of dead people and damaged people just sort of laying everywhere and and scattered uh, it's it's a real mess of a time and so people are starting to come back together again and and try to sort of recover in the wake of this devastation um Daniel, could you roll a d6 for me? A d6? Yeah. Someone hit me with one. You? Four? It's a four. Okay. So uh, as you're standing there seeing the waters recover and everybody uh, try to move on from what happened, you see that there is a, uh, a an old man searching the ground for... Uh, just some like money they lost in in a wave, uh, and they're just sort of like uh, looking around, just kind of casting about trying to find something. And you see that uh, behind them there is a group of people that are running and fleeing from a falling structure, and that this person is in in danger of being trampled by those people as he's looking around. Oh shit! Okay. Um... Let me see if there's something I can do. This is, uh, this is going out below us. Uh, yeah, like you can basically see him like muttering and around about like, where's my silver? I'm looking for my... I uh, can't find it. I need that. It's all we had. And he's just looking around trying to find presumably some money that he lost in the in the the scuffle with the okay, wave. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I have the perfect spell for this. I'm going to cast Speak with Plants. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to rush to save him and then maybe cast like a I'm going to use gust to kind of like push him out of the way of the villagers and then I'm going to be like, "Yo, old man, watch out." Oh. You're going to get fucking trampled. Does he save for that or Uh yeah, it's a 16 DC 16 strength save. I think it just moves him 5 feet. How how far away from us is he? What's the save on that? Oh, it's a net one. It doesn't matter. He, you definitely like, uh, he, he's, he's like 20 feet away from you. Okay. Like you're at the top of the building. It's not that tall and you can like see him down there amidst the rubble sorting through it. So, okay. uh, and then you've, uh, you've gusted him five feet off of his feet. 
I'm going to say that that's definitely not enough to get him out of the way of the crowd, but you definitely have his attention right now. Oh, what are you doing? Okay. Yo, you, you got to have my right. money. I'm trying to find it. What are you doing? Now's not the time to care about money, man. You got to give up your desire for earthly Since possessions, you... but also you're going to get fucking trampled. I can hear all those health potions clinking on you. You clearly <laughs> have a lot mean? of stuff. What do you mean? Someone I'm gave me these. Man. They're not mine. Someone gave... I rolled for these. I didn't yeah. even want them. I wanted something cooler. But he just gave me four normal-ass healing potions. I'm level nine. Okay, so he just rolled, like, an annoyance check, and he, like, got up to go start yelling at you and did get out of the way of the crowd. So okay, perfect, he at least perfect. didn't get trampled. <laughs> but Fuck, I didn't... Whatever, man. This is incredibly rude. Are you going to help me find this? Or are you just going to, like, you just shoved me for no reason? No. What are you even looking for? My money. I'm, I lost my uh, silver. I lost 20 silver pieces. That... I... You know what? Just take this gold and get out of here. I give him one gold piece. Hey, you're a pretty all right guy. Just shut up. Thanks. I like get you. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Hey, I'm a total niche head too. You see he has the same shirt on that oh, you do. Oh, <laughs> I, man, I'm sorry. I did not mean to disrespect a fellow fan. It's okay, bro. You know, I came in a little hot there. I'm sorry. That hey, was man, my bad. Same, same. Honestly, same. I think we, I think, you know, both of us can learn a little something from, from that dance performance we just saw. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure she's like fucking gone, dude. Yeah, I saw. Like, that was crazy, man. Uh, it's it's funny you mentioned that. I actually saw her. She got, like, swooshed what? away by a wave. The whole thing just, like, dragged her out of town. What the fuck? What could have done this? I don't know, but, like, everybody at the temple is, like, yelling about it now. It's It's kind of a mess. If you all are interested, you might go see... If, if they're maybe organizing a search party, I think it would be a good idea for, you know, some niche heads to get out there and try and rescue our girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's like our responsibility as niche heads. It's your responsibility. Yes, I agree. I'm weak. I can't help you here, but, like, please uh, no, go save yeah. her. No, that, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You know, we got off on the wrong foot, but yeah. you're a solid guy. H yeah, hell yeah, brother. Put, put her there. <laughs> he fist bumps you. Yep. I'd, I'd like to point out that 10 silver is one gold, so you actually skimped him on a gold. Oh. <laughs> he can't do math, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was wow rules. <laughs> My bad. It's all good, man. As long as you're going to go save our girl... I got you. You can you can you can keep my silver that I lost <laughs> if you find it. Cool. All right, yeah, what do you guys say? I know you guys were here to do something else, but it sounds like uh there's not going to be much we can do until we get until we get Nisha back. So, we're still up up top, right? Like where we climbed. Yeah. Until we get Nisha back. <laughs> like, what do you guys say? I'm I'm having trouble hearing him from there, but I don't want to go all the way down. <laughs> so, uh I'm going to cast message and just send a message to him that says, hey, what are you guys talking about? It looked You looked really angry at first, but then you seemed to maybe be a little more agreeable. Oh, no, yeah. I thought this guy was like a total pushover, like cheapskate, but turns out he's like a niche head. Oh, he said he, he said he saw he got, he, he said he saw Nisha got like taken by some wave out of town. So like, we got to go save her. Who are you talking? Can he, this guy hear this? Can he hear yeah, that? I, think so I can I think send mental, a message right? and then he can respond back. No, I'm also saying the, like the character that's standing next to him, he doesn't hear that, right? I, no. Yeah, it's all mental. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. So, oh, so no, you're I also am, just I talking. I am dictating head, as like, I say oh, okay. it, though, because that's I don't understand how the spell works. Oh, are you on a speaking stone right now, bro? I didn't even realize. I'm sorry. You know, oh, no, you're no. talking to somebody, but if you're doing a thing, it's fine. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's just it's just one of my bros up there. Gotcha. I met him on the train earlier. Hi. I waved down. Oh, sick, a mouse. <laughs> well, well, folks, he uh, he met somebody. Said he might he might be able to help us find where Nisha went. I'd like to just brush off uh, Oki and Playa, my two new friends. Thanks so much for saving me. That was really brave of you. My name's Oki. <laughs> we really appreciate it. 
this is my sister. Um, I'm Playa. Yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Uh... You guys have such beautiful voices. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, our mom requires us to speak this way at all times. Yeah. We went through a lot of vocal training lessons. Anyways, I gotta go check on my brother. Well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. Don't just, no, it's, I just it's, saved it's like your really life. important. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what, I, I know that, that a lot of chaos just happened, but have did you see anything? Is there any information that you might be able to give us? Usually whenever something this bad happens, we look to the temples uh, for leadership. You know, the, the riverines hold center on all of this. So I'd be, they're going to have the best way forward for us as far as how to find answers. All I, all I found was this big box of Vorpal swords. <laughs> You have to stop but, taking those. <laughs> but like, you, you know the shopkeeper gets mad every you time. Guys, you guys seem really cool, so just like take them. Playa kills Oki and then leaves <laughs> <laughs> with the war warple swords and takes them with her. <laughs> I was thinking that someday it would come to this. Uh, just these niche heads are getting too much for me. I can't handle it. Anyways, it sounds like we'll be able to figure out what's going on at the temple. What do you say we go there? Well, guys, bring them saying we should probably go to the temple. So maybe we'll climb oh, down. Oh, right. I'm not there. It's all right. I'm conveying the message. Are we, are we going to the temple or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Greg? Let's go. Okay. So you, uh, the temple is very nearby. Like you can basically see it. So you, you walk over and as you approach the temple, you see that other survivors of the cataclysm are uh, starting to emerge from within the temple. A lot of people seem to take shelter there. Some of them are the contestants and the judges. And then there's the, the temple's leader, High River Singer Plabon Batial, who is a, a halfling priest. What do you call it? Um, he's assessing, there we go. He's assessing the situation and he sees you all and he approaches your uh, your party and says, The river came from Amnesia, and the river in Shank, the wall of water descended and flowed all around us, seeking Amnesia. She tried to help the others to safety. It was like it was alive. It seized her and, and pulled her away. And is just, just panicking. Not sure what to, not really panicking, because he's not losing it, but he's just kind of like looking for anybody that might have any sort of capabilities and is like, hey, you see, here's what happened. Will you help us? And so he's trying to pull you guys into that kind of a conversation. Uh, I ignore him. Okay. I go to the tavern and find some. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> you said the the river seemed alive. Yes, it was. It was targeted. It was like it it destroyed everything around, but it just grabbed Amanisha. She was and pulled her away. Can you make out any other specific details? Anything that could help us? determine where to go. I've been judging these Shanka trials for most of my life now, and the only thing I can say is that the only people who have the power to control river water like this is is the riverines themselves. The, the you know, this must be the, the doing of Iravati, the, the spirit of, of our river of Sagarpur. Sorry, you said Diravati? Iravati. I-R-A-V-A-T-I. Iravati. Have you met this Iravati? I have not, but I can tell you that for a storm to hit so suddenly and the river to rise like this is unnatural. I felt a jealousy. Do you think that the gods are jealous of Nisha? Is she like so so cool and cute and beautiful oh, and good at dancing Nisha. and singing? Yeah, oh. honestly, I, I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> she's pretty marvelous. She's she's great, but these Nishads are getting to be a real problem. Okay. Is there anything about the Shanka itself that a riverine might want? Don't. It, it doesn't make sense. It's it's an icon. It's a symbol. It should. It's it's in a piece of imagery, really, more than anything. It's not something that they would care about. It's it's too similar to what happened 
with Manivarsha. I fear as though Nisha has served as some sort of pawn in a larger game. But I may be wrong. We have experienced a sadness like this before. And he goes on to explain to you the story of Manivarsha's original uh, storm that took out the city and destroyed all those inhabitants. To just sort of circle back on that, and you know, this feels very similar to to how that felt. Please, I, you seem strong, capable adventurers. You've 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 been around. Uh, I can I can pay you. We have money, but you must help us find and return Amanisha. We're willing to help if you can provide us all with Vorpal swords. <laughs> I have 400 gold pieces for you each. I, This is what I have. Well, How many is that going to be? I don't think that could buy us even one. Oh, what do we do? Well, well, what do we do? Should we just, like, rob him? No. Well, we can't do that. <laughs> Sorry, that was out of character. No, yeah, I mean, like, we're going to find him no matter what, right? Sorry, like, purple swords is just kind of, like, these guys' thing. They're just They're really very in right now. Powerful I understand. Magical All the cool yeah. kids have them. Right. Well, I'll tell you, Vopal stole the no. I, uh, I, somebody missing doesn't sit right with me. And so I'll do whatever I can to help. Mm, you know, typically, if somebody finds themselves in a situation such as this, then, well, that's nature taking its course. But it sounds as though something deeper is happening here. And I'm curious enough to want to find out. I don't know. What do you think, Greg? We should do We're it. We're gonna do it. Grug, now you always know what to say in these moments. <laughs> You're so eloquent, Grug. I like helping people. Plabon turns to Grug and is like, "You're you're the the strong, silent type. I can tell." And he reaches into his robe and he hands you this like necklace with just a single, um, a small shanka shell kind of hanging from it from the temple. And it's like this is a symbol of good luck. And for you, it will actually work as a stone of good luck. Oh, thanks, brother. That's a look. Look, looks great, honestly. You're pulling it off. Usually, it's, it's like a pretty bold choice, but it looked good on you. <laughs> yeah, if I saw somebody else out on the street wearing that, I'd say, not a chance, mate. Yeah, usually I'm like, dang, that's like so fake, like wearing like a conch necklace. But with you, it's pretty sick. <laughs> you will need to leave the city, and you must know that the forests here defy any attempts to be mapped. So you're going to need help to figure out how to find her. Um, someone's going to have to help you track wherever she went and, and find the path through the swamp that the tidal wave took her. Do you know someone who can do that? It's common to hire, uh, to, to hire help here down near the docks. You can, you can check there and see, uh, if anything survived amongst the wreckage here. Uh, there's a Batiali down there somewhere that you could likely hire, uh, to be your guide through the forest. Oh, okay. I don't mean to be a stickler here, but are you going to cover that cost? Because you were willing to pay us. It seems kind of weird that we'd have to go out of our own pocket to hire a guy. Oh, um... I mean, I'm pretty proficient in survival. I'm sure I could probably navigate us through. I can't advise against that strongly enough, but you if can't you... can't advise against it? So you can advise for it? Not strongly <laughs> enough. I really think you should go for the guide. If I give you another hundred gold apiece, will you hire someone to help you? Yeah, okay, look, like, normally, I would just be like, yeah, like, gold is not an, a problem, but, like, I kind of ran away from my mom's house, so, like, I'm actually really poor. I just gave that guy, like, 10% of my entire savings. Yeah, it was pretty reckless. I'm not, not quite sure. But, I mean, like, for Anisha had anything, you know what I mean? I didn't want to say anything, but that does look like it's your only shirt, and there's a lot of holes in it. I had to sell the other ones. This okay. is the only one I kept because it's so important to me. I'll talk to the other judges and we'll throw in another 
100 gold pe- gold coins apiece if you'll hire a guy for the love of the riverine. Great. I I I suppose I I have a feeling I'm going to be telling him what to do the whole step of the way. That's a that's a what we would call in the biz a good problem to have. Sure. Wait, what? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta tell you, folks. I, it feels like he's trying to pull a fast one over on us, but uh, is it, okay, hold on. Is this guy trying to scam us? Can I make an insight check on this guy? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. Can I make an insight check on the very <laughs> important the NPC in the weird... pre-written module if he's trying to scam us? <laughs> no, you need to go find a tracker. <laughs> I'll pay you extra to find a tracker. Fools, the NPC was a trap. Uh, I only <laughs> introduced you to one NPC and he tricked you. <laughs> Uh, that's a nine plus seven. That's sixteen. Uh, he's being like he's just got your best interests at heart now. Like they're desperate, they need help, and he's just trying to like. But he's being sincere. He's not being sketchy in any way. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I guess he, he looks pretty legit. I don't know. I mean, he's he's smiling super awkwardly. <laughs> like he's clearly clueless, but practiced I in a mirror. <laughs> suppose he is looking out for us. I'll be honest, I have a hard time connecting with new people too, so I guess I'm probably yeah, man, just chalking feel... up to that. Oh, you... I've made that same dumb face before. <laughs> you mean the one you're making Dude, he's standing right, right there. How am I doing it? Oh. Uh-huh. You see that, like, actually, people are giving you a wide berth on his side of the room. <laughs> like, people are staying away from him. All right, well... Anyway. Grog, right. what do you think? 100 gold, 100 gold. So insightful. Do we get paid up front? Can we get, like, a deposit? Because, I mean, how are we going to pay the guide if we don't get paid up Yeah, I'm trying to make this a two-shot. Let's make a persuasion. Grog, with the important questions over here. <laughs> make with the persuading. Let's see how it goes. Seven. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just we need to be results-oriented. You understand. It's the temple. We're not made of money. It's all donations. But rest okay. assured, I'll talk with the other judges. We'll go out of our own pockets if we have to. You know what? Because I like you and you're a strong, silent type, here's a hundred gold for you all to hire your guy. <laughs> but Great. only a hundred gold. That's what I call successful negotiation, chat. Nice. Wait, so we all get a hundred gold. Only the one guy got the 100 gold. Unbelievable. Okay, I'd like to also make... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, Grug, you're, uh, you're in charge of, I suppose, speaking with this useless guy. <laughs> he's, he's standing right there. Oh, oh, the guy. No, this isn't guide. the guy. Oh, this, this, this is another idiot. He had a hard <laughs> D at the end. It was guide. <laughs> to, to be fair, Oriel thinks this guy's useless too. All right, well, yeah, okay. I mean, you know. Yeah, well... What do you say we go and go to an item shop and try to find some verbal swords? <laughs> I mean the ducks. <laughs> I guess we should really have, be carrying more of a sense of urgency. <laughs> I do care about Nisha a lot. <laughs> all right. We all kind of care about the DM a little bit. I mean. <laughs> no, we don't. Let's be real. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go to an item shop. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll go find this guide, I guess. Okay, so he he directed you towards the docks, and you leave the temple, and you head south, uh, southeast down through the city, and you make your way to the docks after walking for a little bit, and you see that all of the river boats are in river boats are in complete and total disarray. They're uh, severely damaged, and nobody is is operating right now. But you see coming down the river there's actually one skiff that is pulling into the harbor they seem to have not been around when everybody else had their shit fucked up so uh 
there is a, a lone person navigating the boat as it pulls into the harbor, and you see a, uh, a, a human man uh, get out of the skiff and, and tie it onto the docks um, and, and start walking along the shore, um, having just come out. And he's got like a, a bag with him, um, and he's got a little bandana on his head and uh, is just sort of kitted out for surviving in the swamp and is uh, sort of walking along the docks towards uh, the little like check-in station. Look, everyone, like he might not have been here when everyone got their shit fucked up. Yeah, that guy was, like, described eloquently enough to make me think he might be really good at navigating. <laughs> yeah, he definitely seems equipped for the task. This guy looks like a poser to me. <laughs> As somebody who was raised in the swamp and knows every corner of it, see the point in why we're even doing this. Well, I mean, we got the gold, right? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Grug got the gold. Yeah, maybe, Grug, you should go talk to him because you have the gold. You go talk to him. If you... I end up, if I talk to him, I'm just going to end up losing all this contact. You also got a great way with words and that great conch shell necklace. You're right. You really do have... Yeah, you were so persuasive with oh, the last guy Yeah. that I think you should really take this one as well. I was okay. blown away. Yep, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at him go. You guys, <laughs> so stoic. You, you guys got the 300 gold, right? For for your shares? Wasn't it like No, you're the only one that got gold. What? You guys got gold too? <laughs> I thought no. it was 100 extra per person. <laughs> no, for this no, guy. He, no, he just gave you, you 100. Okay, so okay, just everybody me got is gold? Guide. Well, I, I think you can talk him down. I don't think it's going to be 400 gold for the guide. I think you can talk him down probably. No, yeah, the, the DM made it seem like it was just going to be 100. <laughs> In my opinion, if you're paying more than 50 gold, you're getting ripped off. I'll tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> tell him I said it. Yep. I'm fine with that. Okay. So you're going to walk up to Duca as he's like, oh, I said his name already, but the guy. Let's see if a name tag. He looks like a Duca to me. <laughs> he's got a little hello, my name is Duca. <laughs> he's got, it's just like a vest that he's got on and it's like embroidered in the back. Hello, my name is Duca. Uh, <laughs> Do you need a tour? <laughs> hey, Duca. How did you know Look, I told you I, oh. Oh, hey. Who, who are you? Why do you know my name? It's on your back. Is it? And he, like, looks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, cool, cool. Hey, what's what's going on? You are you, uh, you, you looking for a guide? Are, are you a guide? I, I could be. But are you? I could be. But are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm a guide. <laughs> I'm a guide. That's what I do. Okay. What's your rate, man? Uh, I mean... Normally 50, but with all this stuff, the price has gone up. You know, there's no operating boats, so it's 100 gold pieces if you're trying to go on a tour right now. Do you see my friend back there? I wave. He says if you pay more than 50, you're getting ripped off. His name's Oreo. Yeah. Does uh, Oreo have a uh, <laughs> boat? I honestly think we could pay this guy in Oreos. Do you like Oreos? I do not. That's why I used it so distinctly as a nickname for your friend. Uh. All right, I, I'll pay a hundred. <laughs> we're all we're all setting way back. Hey, I like your style. No negotiating or anything. This is great. Do I like do I see him deal. handing over a hundred gold? Yeah. Here's a hundred. Uh, this is he just very loudly goes ha. Huh. No negotiating. I'd I like to this. loudly try to call out and stop this transaction from happening. <laughs> Make a persuasion. Make a yeah persuasion. Like, Grog, no, stop. 
I can clearly see that that's a hundred gold. <laughs> uh, persuasion. Oh boy, that's a God, new. you have these insane. That's a 16 persuasion. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, all right. Tell you what. I'll knock 25 gold pieces off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he got us a really good deal. <laughs> he just gives you 25 gold pieces back. Wait, he's giving us money? That's crazy. Grog must be so good at talking to people. Not Grog. All by yourself, too. What no help you, from anyone. Uh, Thanks, what guys. You, what are you looking for? What are you What are you trying to do? Do you just want to go see the sights? You and your friends going for like an epic camping trip? Or this is a weird time to do that. That would have been a good question. Yeah. It's just a standard rate for all those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just going to drive you in what is essentially a large circle. So I don't really okay. care what you do out there. I'd like uh, to walk up at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess we're all going to walk up. Yeah. Yep. Walk. Now that he's made the transaction. <laughs> so did you get us a good oh, deal hey, or what? Is this the, uh, you guys are all on the deluxe adventure uh, cruise line package because of your buddy here. That oh, sick. So we didn't hire you for a cruise. We hired you as a guide. We're looking yeah, I, for I, something specifically. I, you seem real fun. I got that. That, that was the gist. <laughs> you keep talking about going in circles and showing us. We don't need that. That's fair. What do you need? What do you guys... I mean, there was a disaster here, so it's sort of an odd time to go sightseeing. Yeah, well, that's just the thing. That disaster took Nisha somewhere, and we got to find oh. her. You see a niche head sticker on the back <laughs> of the boat? No what? way, man, fellow niche Bro, head. what? Dude, we got to find Don't her. Don't even. No, she's gone. She's, like, gone. Wow, that's... So if there's, like, anything in your power you can do to help us find her... And you got to do it. So he goes on to explain that when he was in traveling back to the city, he saw the wave strike. And uh, he actually did notice a weird, like, sparkling ripple of water that was glowing with this green light, not behaving like any of the other water. And it swept out away from the city. And... He also lets you know that he saw something really similar in his travels, uh, like several, like 12 days ago, actually. Uh, he saw that a similar kind of ripple deep in the forest. But this is the first time since the Shanka trials that he's seen that uh, rippling green light. And so he's, do you guys think it could be like connected? Well, maybe. Was it, was that other rippling light right before the Shanka trials? You said 12 days ago. Yeah. Like the night they start. Mm, interesting. Definitely seems connected. What do you think, Grog? Sounds connected. <laughs> I knew it. That must maybe, be connected then. Maybe we talk to like one of the river gods. Do you know where they are? I mean, the, the gods here are very accessible. We could just go to like, uh, you know, there's a series of waterfalls on the Tinjorina River that we could, or sorry, Tinjorina River. Do you know where Irivati oh, is? Did you just mispronounce the river? Yeah, it's really tricky. Aren't you a guy? This does not inspire much kind This guy's. Uh, I don't know, it makes sense to me. Do you know where Irivati is? I do. <laughs> That's who we want to see. Okay, I can I can take you. Uh, through the swamp, and, and and we can go see Iravati and, and try to check in and see maybe there's some reason there was some, like, sin or slight against the god. I think... Yeah, that, do sounds, you all, that sounds good. Do you all agree? Yeah, that's our best lead. Right call, yeah. 
I know I was giving him a little bit of a hard time, but I think he knows. I think, I think he, he deserves it. You There's no not. way Anishad can be a bad guy. What did you say? There's no way Anishad can be a bad guy. Bro, no Anishads are bad guys. That's right. That's what we always say. No Anishads are bad guys. It's an old, old motto. The old uh, adage. It is the old adage. Uh, so Duca's boat is just a narrow, flat-bottomed skiff, and there's room for all of you to hang out there, but not not a whole lot else. Like, you're not going to be able to take a bunch of kit with you or anything. Um, and it doesn't move terribly fast. It's going to take uh, 10 hours uh, on, on a boat ride to get to where you're going to go through the swamp. Okay. Before we get in the boat, I would like to hang back, and like as everybody else is getting in the boat, I'd like to whisper into this Duca's ear. I swear to God, if you try anything on this trip, if you do anything to show that you are incompetent in any way, I will end your life right here and now. Make an intimidation check. I'm going to say with advantage. <laughs> um, with advantage... That is going to be an 18. He just looks sort of like afraid and confused. Hey, man, I'm, I don't want any trouble. Like, I've, I have to make a living. I've been doing this for a long, I'm not going to steer anybody wrong. Like, this seems bad. Like, if Niche is, is in, is in a bind, you know, like, we got to go do something about it. If you take us in the wrong way, in any way, I will know, and you will die. Now oh. get in, now get in the boat. He just doesn't say anything. He just looks. He doesn't stop looking at you and just like back backs up into the boat and stumbles into it. <laughs> okay, we're all set. All right. Meanwhile, I've taken out my dice set and I'm like, "You guys ever heard of Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> we got like ten hours. This is gonna be sick." Uh, sounds lame. <laughs> okay, so you all take off. Um, Duca pushes off and and takes you. Uh, to the mouth of the Tinjorna River. Again, this is going to take you 10 hours. And so we're going to do some checks to see if anything fun happens while you're going down the river. Um, Chris, will you roll a d10 for me? I would happily roll a d10 for you. If I can find a d10. That is an eight. Eight, okay. You are cruising along the, the, the river here, and as you turn one of the, the sort of slight... You said eight? Shit. Okay, nothing happens. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the heck? Yeah, just cruising along the river here. Seems really nice. Whoa, what is that over there? Oh, it's nothing. <laughs> Never mind. You see like a really big shadow that looks scary, but it turns out to just be like a convenient shape of the tree. <laughs> Whoa, that tree shadow was, sure was convenient. Wow. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to roll the D10 this time. That's more like it. Okay. As you are going down the river, uh, you come across a split in the middle where there is a small island and a log on the tip of that island with a hole in it and as you approach a spirit naga appears and and winds up out from the hole and looks over at all of you very intelligently um and uh it 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 
it's very inquisitive. Its little tongue is like flickering out, sniffing the air, and it sees you all, and it says, "What's going on?" What size is this Naga? Um, he is large. Whoa. Okay. You said it was a spirit. Uh, spirit Naga. It's like a snake person. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like he's like a. It's not like a ghost or anything. It's just like a, a straight up naga guy. Yeah, it's just like a naga that looks kind of shifty, like okay. darker, weird, uh, more vibrant, almost metallic color schemes going on. Oh, it's got in like terms a of red color. stripe down the middle of its back, and it's like, gotcha. The, I just said the name of the thing, but essentially it's a it's a naga that looks very swampy. Okay. And it just uh, sees you all, and it's like, what's going on? I turned to Duga. Uh, this is like normal. They uh, guys hang out here a lot, or what? Yeah, like they they're in the river sometimes. That you see them. Uh, they're I don't know. It's kind of hit or miss. Depend. This one seems like he's having an all right day, but sometimes they're it's it's a bad time. But we would know by now, I think. Okay. Cool. Guys want to play a game? Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I'm not a big fan of snakes in general, so I'm gonna right. I'm gonna like cower in like a oh, some oh, area yes. of the boat. Is there any way we can go around the naga? Uh, you can totally. Yeah, he's not able to get to you where you're at. Like you're a very safe distance away from him. Like he's on the shore of the thing, and he's like coming out of a stump. Like he's not in a position to oh. to lunge at you or anything. He's truly just like trying to engage with you in a conversation. Oh. I think this Naga wants to play Dungeons and Dragons with us. Are you trying to play Dungeons and Dragons, bro? Because, like, there's already, like, three PCs, so, like, I don't know if there's... You know, the rules are a little too complex Okay, cool. Me, okay, not your vibe. Yeah, I yeah. Have, I have a different game we could play if you feel brave. Okay, and look, I'm not going to lie. You're kind of freaking out my friend here. I don't think I like this. I don't, I don't like this at all. Drug, how do you feel about this? The best risks in life come from taking a leap of faith. I was taking a nap in the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so there's like this this big snake dude just came out of nowhere and wants to like play a game with us. Oh, let's play. Hopeful. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. If you let me try to bite you three times, okay. I will give you something for free. Done. That's, okay. <laughs> He's going to give you death, Gog. No. <laughs> Okay, so you are you're gonna let you're gonna let the the naga try to bite you three times. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh God. <laughs> What's your AC? Okay. I mean, 18. hearing that this sounds kind of fun. Are we still in the skiff? Like, <laughs> uh, Duca's like, well, he said he's into it, man. So like, he just like uh, edges oh. it closer so he can go play the game. <laughs> Wait, Duca, have you played this game? Uh, I haven't, but like I've heard of it before. Duke, oh, you <laughs> should you should play too. You want Duca to play too? All right, uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> this could work out very well for us. Oh no, that's not going to work out very well for me. <laughs> um, that's a three. Why don't you try it, man? Sorry, Chicken. not interested. That's what I thought. <laughs> Grog, are you really going to play the? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. What's your AC? Eighteen. Eighteen. I'm just like cowering okay, so in the corner. So first one's a, an eight, so it does not hit. Huh. So it bites at you and it's like, oh, sorry, I slipped. Second one. Adamantium, baby. 
10 plus 7 is 17. <laughs> Sorry, that's me. <laughs> Involuntary when I'm scared, I can't help it. You would think if he was like scared, he would be less loud. It's cool. I totally hear it all the time. Are, don't, don't snakes eat uh, mice? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the whole reason I'm freaking out right now. Thanks, Oriel. Okay. Uh, so tries to bite you three times. None of them land. Huh. It's like, well played. This guy kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was not an interesting game. Don't taunt him. Take this. And then it throws a little shiny object super high up into the air, and it goes down to land directly in your hand. And you have a pearl of power. <laughs> well, what is that? Sweet. <laughs> a pearl of power is... Uh, Added to your inventory. Yeah, so like you can use it as an uh, action on your turn to speak uh, like a command word for it, uh, and then regain like an expended spell slot if you have like slots. That must be like so useful for him. <laughs> Does it look cool though? I'm gonna put it on my <laughs> necklace. Sick. You can probably, look sick, dude. You can oh, probably throw it at something. <laughs> you need to add the wanted. necklace to your inventory too. The stone of good luck. Oh, I added that one. Yep. Okay. Nice. Pearl of okay, I'm gonna throw that in my necklace too. <laughs> what does Stone of Good Luck do? Uh, the Stone of Good Luck, I think it just gives you. It's gonna give you like inspiration, point. kind of. Oh, yeah. cool! Yeah, plus nice. one to saves and ability. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Ah. I haven't been adding that. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. Seems like you haven't needed to. Yeah, no saves yet. The Naga looks like super stoked. Like nobody's ever done that before. You're what either brave it, uh, or stupid. What did it look like when Grug was dodging the snake? So the what's like so I like oh. Grug was just letting the snake dodge and the or bite and the snake like <laughs> literally bit into the chain mail for the first bite and he's like oh it's oh, my, oh okay chain I see goes to bite a second time straight up misses it was just shining in my eye <laughs> for the third one it just bites the exact same chain link again but gets even more tangled <laughs> forget forget just forget it. <laughs> he talked a big game, but he just is, he's kind of just like a wimpy guy that sucks. Yeah, this this guy's you, you sure you guys don't want to play? I mean like I only had the one pearl. Look at that. Oh. oh, so now that you're He inventory. loses once and he just like, okay, yeah, GG. <laughs> he's super what mad and like red faced and he's like, I'm going back to my stump. And he just like slithers back inside. He yeah. just like lives in a slump that's so fucking lame. <laughs> What is he like, doing here? Like, what, why? Play judgment for a guy with one shirt. You have no way of knowing that. That's metagaming. <laughs> metagaming snake Fair. idiot. <laughs> so Duca pushes away, and, and you leave your the Naga behind, and there's a a pearl of power now uh, with with the party in 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 Greg's wow. inventory. Nice alliteration again. Yeah. So pearl you got uh, party. One more, one more encounter check. Let's see how it goes, everybody. I rolled the wrong die just now, so that doesn't really do. Cool, yeah. Doesn't really do it. You want to roll a d10 for me? Okay, sure. Yeah, that one like slid across the table really dramatically. Yeah, it was not even a fun roll either. Uh, this isn't a twelve. Right? Well, we wouldn't have 10. even known, man. That's true. It's a six. Oh, it's a six. Cool. You are reaching the end of the swampland and. The river is becoming is is cutting into a more densely, firmly wooded area, and so still swampy, but more more forest than that. And as you approach the first heavy line of trees, six swamp spirits 
emerge from the water and uh, surround the boat. And they're all uh, yelling at you in their different, uh, re- uh, their different voices, but essentially they're <laughs> just like, Give us all your valuables! What? Give us all of your valuables! <laughs> Is this another game? I think they're trying to show us their value board. We're robbing you. Are you a grocery store? <laughs> what? We can hurt you if that works better. Oh. Are you guys trying to fight us? We are going to rob you. Oh, well, no. no? Give us your valuables. Uh, also, no. Uh, why, don't sh- why don't you give us your valuables? Yeah, we're yeah. robbing you. Counterpoint. What Make do you an say intimidation that? check. Who? <laughs> group intimidation Ooh. check. Oh. Pick your, pick oh, your okay. strong. Yeah, let's just see what the the top end of the group is. Oh, okay. pretty well. I don't think I have any in intimidation or Ooh. charisma. Ooh. Natural one minus one for me zero. I think I that's a eighteen. <laughs> I got a a seventeen. Eleven. Yeah, that's an eighteen. Okay. They all start laughing at Oreo, like you seem like you're trying to be the scariest one of all of them. Oh, actually, and then no. they, like the rest of you are standing really tough oh. behind them, him, and they're like, "Oh, uh, uh, uh," and then they all dip back into the water and disappear. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, those guys kind of sucked. They were kind of just like the snake. They just like came in here and talked a big game. Yeah, man. Sometimes, like, sometimes the people in the swamp just suck. Oh, so okay, so it's like a local, like a localized area kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you get to know the locals and like how they are. And you figure it, it, it's oh. not so bad, but like if you're from not from in a town, like it's definitely an acquired taste. Oh, gotcha. No, yeah, I've definitely yeah. Sometimes you like go on vacation and then you're just like, damn, it's that kind of place, huh? Yeah. Do these guys try to rob everybody you take in the swamp? Or uh, I haven't seen these ones before, so I oh I assume so. How many times have you been robbed? <laughs> I didn't, nobody robs Duca. Duca, are you in cahoots with them? Is Was that this a, a challenge, Duca? No. No, I'm not. In, why would I do that? I make a living off of repeat <laughs> Guys, it's going to be like so fucking awkward if we rob a guy on a boat with him. We, and we're just stuck on the boat until he takes us to the place he's going to take us. We should wait till we get there and then we'll rob us. <laughs> you know yeah. I can hear you. He's talking. Right, dude. This He's is right a small there. boat. We're talking He's about right somebody there. else. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't we believe can, you. We can tie up that other person. Mm-hmm. That would make it easier to navigate the boat with this other person who's may or may not be on the boat. I actually don't know how Green Thumb's going to feel about tying up a fellow niche. Head. Yeah, he can't be bad. He can't be a bad guy. He can't it, be a bad guy. He did say that earlier. If you guys try to rob him, I'm going to convince the DM to cut that bit from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now he's medicating. <laughs> Can this guy even name five niche songs? <laughs> he names 20. <laughs> you don't even know, okay? There's get- touching hands in the name of. There is 2,300 hours. There, And he just keeps going and going. <laughs> and, and to confirm again, DM, Nisha is a dancer, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> names all the best moves. <laughs> It was so bold of her to release an album that you imagine her dancing to. It's like just a the sound of like sneakers squeaking on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds a lot like. Yeah, it sounded like that. Wait, here's the triple axel. Oh, yeah, beautiful. 
Wow. Nailed it. <laughs> he puts his speaking stone away, so it stops playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he, are you going to let him guide you through the rest of the way? Wow, is that Inivati or whatever his name is? <laughs> I think I see him over in the distance. <laughs> so as you pass the line of trees a, in the river, a gradually increasing roaring sound drowns out the the swamp noises and and the sort of lush forest life and before long the river turns and reveals a series of parallel waterfalls that cascade from a ridge that's running alongside of the river and there's a chain of sparsely forested islands that lie along the far side of this river sort of opposite from the falls and Duca explains to you that this is actually the place where he met the riverine Tinjorna. And he moors the moat, uh, wow, he moors the boat amid the islands that are opposite the falls so that all of you can uh, try to get in touch with the riverine. Um, and this way you can also try to like be safe in case the riverine's having a bad day and you have somewhere to shelter. Uh, hmm. Sorry, Duca. Didn't we hire you to take us to Iravati and not Tinjorna? Well, I might have said the names wrong before. Uh, Tinjorna is who we want to go to first. That's that, my opinion. Okay, common mistake. Yeah, <laughs> they sound really, really... It's a, if you spoke the local language, you would know. It's a really easy mistake. Well, it's just oh. my bad. And not the DM screwing up at all. Who's who's Iravati then? Uh, Iravati is the... We're going to DiGiorno. <laughs> no, you don't go so, to... It's not delivery. It's not pick up. Just, uh, so, yeah, going a level up here for a second. Uh, Iravati is the spirit, is the river spirit that uh, Plabon assumed was the one responsible for the flood and, and the, uh, the, the wreckage. And then uh, Tinjorna is the riverine that... Uh, Duca knows how to get to and talk to directly so that you can talk to him and try to figure out what's going on there. Duca's fucking useless. Okay, cool, yeah. So so basically we said the one guy and you were like, yeah, I know where he is and then you brought us to another guy. Look, I, I was just assuming, <laughs> you know, but I swear to God, this guy can help you. Look, sorry, like, I, know, I don't mean to, like, put you on blast because, like, I know you can't be a bad guy, but, like, can't that's, be a bad guy. that's kind of fucked up, you know what I mean? <laughs> that you just, like... You've basically oh, you've just never had you've us. never had a verbal flub in your life, bro. No, I don't believe you. Well, I can attest. Shut Ring up, thumb dude. says what he means and means what he says. Yeah, that's right. I've known this guy for like six hours. Yeah. <laughs> but in that entire time, stand up, mate. Yeah, you think I told a lie in those six hours? Make a perception check, all of you. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> just moving on. <laughs> DM's had enough. <laughs> the 18. 19 for me. 25. Oh. 21. These guys are perceptive. Yeah. Okay, so you all notice that as you are uh, berating and, and digging into <laughs> Duca's background, that behind him in the dark parts of the bushes, three sets of green feline eyes are watching you from the foliage. And uh huh. Hold on a second. Wait oh. for. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you see these three eyes in the bushes, and then as they see you, see them, uh, they emerge from the bushes, 
and there are three humanoid-looking tigers standing in front of you with long bows drawn. Explain that. <laughs> what is a what is a humanoid looking tiger? I got you. Are you I talking like you. a tiger man, bro? Like top half tiger, bottom half man. Uh, I'm talking about a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? Um, no. Did you ever play Bloody Roar on the PlayStation? Also no. Okay. okay well, this won't be any help then. Like what, that would have been crazy if that reference. This hit, is basically what you're dealing with. Like a Khajiit. Okay. Three. Of yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But with green eyes. Gotcha. Can you explain that? <laughs> the color green what do you mean by that uh so like let's start new, breaking down frequencies eyes? of light everybody <laughs> now uh <laughs> have you ever watched light refract off of an object so so you have you have three like humanoid tigers with bows drawn who have just stepped out oh, of the bushes bows drawn? yeah bow, long bows are drawn <laughs> okay these guys are not fucking around i i don't think we should ask on their pronouns <laughs> they look like they are fully ready to kill us all right that's bad uh, like <laughs> Maybe common courtesy goes out the window when you're being drawn upon. Like raise up. Are they? How far away are they? Uh, they're probably forty feet away. Forty feet. I'd like to raise up a hand and say, uh, "Yes, or we." <laughs> <laughs> you both start talking at the same time and then stop. <laughs> <laughs> then start stop. No, no, you please. No, no. So you were you were saying. No. They shift their feet, looking kind of annoyed. Like, <sighs> Grug, go ahead, go ahead, Grug. Go, go, go ahead. No, I say yes, Oreo, because you raise your hand. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't realize he had a question. I thought he was, I thought he was asking them not to shoot us. I was, I was going to yell out to them, like we're having this whole discussion on the boat. Guys, give us a second. <laughs> They put like, one finger up to the tigers. The one, one in the side. far left rolls his eyes super hard. I'm going to do the timeout <laughs> hand. Sorry, we're, we're still working out some power dynamics within the group. So yeah, we haven't really second. designated like a representative. So just give us like like a quick five. <laughs> the one feel, the feminine one sort of like shakes her head like, oh, I get it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'd like to. Okay. We're good, right? Okay. Stop! Don't hurt us! They come back to attention and draw their bows like, okay, we're back here. Like, all right. Make a persuasion check. That's a three. No! Brutal. Anybody want to give me the help action? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any help actions for our buddy here? Yeah, I can do the help action. I don't know if I have spells for this. But yeah, I can I can add the help. Can I ask Duca if he knows them? Ooh. Uh, Duca, as soon as he saw them, he's um been like looking at them super super uneasy, and he's like, "You've just got to be super cool, bro. Just be so chill right now. Just be so chill." I'm gonna use Druidcraft and have flowers blossom around us, <laughs> <laughs> just in hopes that it makes us seem more chill. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do jazz hands with it. <laughs> I forgot to mention um, at the very beginning when I was introducing the character. So Oriel is a swarm keeper ranger. For people nice. who don't know, they have spiritual little beings that kind of float around their shoulders. And so I have little blur birds that flutter around my shoulders pretty much constantly. Excellent. Little uh, like spiritual birds, um, and I can make nice. them do stuff. 
Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything because I wasn't sure if it was like a condition <laughs> that just like birds are around you all the time. Do you need a cream for that or is it? I thought you might have been a princess. I mean, like in a Disney Yeah, movie. I didn't want to assume. Right. It could be any of those. Yeah, you might have Snow White syndrome. Like we don't know. Yeah, you might have man. SWS. And anyway, I'm going to roll again for the health action. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's okay. 18. 18. Okay, great. So they, they un... They, they stand down, so to speak. They relax their bows. They're no longer drawn. And they're just sort of, you're in the boat still, right? You're not on the shore. Okay, so they sort of like wave you in. And they're like, let's talk. Oh, they're valets. <laughs> <laughs> Duca, you got the keys. <laughs> Grog, do you have a, a business card on you? Maybe you could hire them. I do, yeah. Be great, great for the tugboat company. Oh, you own a tugboat company? <laughs> yeah, Grog's Tugs. Oh, that's such a good name. It's like you were made for that. Like to, here's a card. Duco looks really oh, jealous. So oh, I could have thought of that. Oh, that's here's good. a card. That's really good. <laughs> I'd like you... to point at the three tigers again and go, one second. Yeah, we what do you mean by that, Duco? You were going to name your company Grug's Tugs. Like, what, do you, what did you mean by that? <laughs> no, I just mean, like, I wish I'd thought of it, you know? like You thought name. that you thought had of thought of a company that used a name that wasn't yours? <laughs> well... Like, it rolls off the tongue. Don't you agree? Like, it's... Dude, God, I feel like you've got to be, like, less jealous. Like, maybe you should stop thinking about other people so much and maybe just, like, start focusing inward. You know I don't know, I mean? bro. My whole my whole identity is wrapped up in the brand identity of Nisha. I just... I... No, I fully understand that. That's true. I flit from, from one pop star to a tugboat company to another. Wait, okay, wait. well, now you kind of sound like a fake fan. Now. I don't know if I'm, <laughs> I'm really picking up on that. I'm vibe. sorry. I'm just being dramatic for effect. Duca, what is your guide business called? Yeah, uh, yeah. What is your guide business? It's Duke's Loops. Because <laughs> again, it's just a big circle that I'm gonna take you guys in. <laughs> Dang, no. Actually, uh, actually, after hearing that, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't know why you're so jealous. He points at the side of the boat, and it says all of that carved in the side. Duke's Loops, oh. because it's essentially a big giant circle. I'm taking you in. Now, okay. Now it's kind of pretentious. Yeah. If you feel the need to explain <laughs> it, really fancy in the scroll. Name. Oh. <laughs> Grug, do you have like a long drawn out description of your name on, on your tugboat? On each boat. Oh, you do too? Well, it just says Grug's oh. Tugs. Just Grug's Tugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the brevity. It rolls off the tongue. Right. Because that... it says because I'm Grug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I spoke too soon. <laughs> you know what? This do, guy gets it. Do, do what you want. Do what you want. <laughs> so he starts to like uh, pull the skiff into shore. And as they get as you get closer to the tigers, Duca's like, a uh, little more un- uncomfortable. Like, okay, just be chill, guys. Let's let's just take it easy. Like, maybe we check in with them. I'll pay a light toll and we'll get out of here, right? Don't worry about it. And then you you pull up to the shore, and the others have have uh, walked up, and the two uh, masculine tigers uh, are both sort of chomping at the bit to interrogate you. And as you step to the shore. They both open their mouths, and the the, the female uh, tiger lady just shoves them both to the side, and is like, "Okay, what are you doing in wear tiger territory? This is uh, this is my spot." Oh fuck, these guys are wear tigers. <laughs> oh, not again. I was not actually aware that they were real or existed. So real. So, so real. The reason that we are in wear tiger territory, and I apologize that we are here intruding on your home, is because of, and I'd like to point at Duca. This. <laughs> Useless guide brought us here in hopes that we might find Tinjorna. They all look over at Duca one by one and they're quiet for a second. 
And they start bursting out laughing. <laughs> oh, really? You got this guy guiding you. Okay. Do you know Duke. him? Duke. You know yeah, him? we know. Oh, you know Duke? Duke? No, he's a real cool dude. You getting familiar with everybody, Duke? You uh, being chummy? Shut up, man. Yeah, we're like friendly enough. That's cool. Making some new friends, Duke. I'd like to look back at Duke and like with a subtle look, remind him of what I had told him earlier and ready a dagger. He just like narrow, he like looks really wide eyed at, at Oriole and he's like, hey man, I'm being cool. I don't know. Like they're just like, what do you guys want? And then the were tiger lady speaks up again. Uh, What's going on in Sagarpur? You're destroying the swamplands. You had your like crazy waves come through here. We don't have any game now. There's nothing to eat. I feel like we're getting off to the wrong foot here. What, what are your names? Uh, and their names are... Sorry, I didn't organize this part of the notes. First and last, if... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe a fun fact. I think... Um... <laughs> nice icebreaker, I think. <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? Let's, let's do this. Can we uh, play two truths and a lie? Do they call you were tigers because you're, like, hard to find or what? <laughs> Like That's where, part of it. Where, yeah. where, where, where tigers? <laughs> I don't know. They could be anywhere. <laughs> Maybe you should put that in your notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so they are, um, they introduce themselves. Uh, the woman where tiger, the where tigress is Rena. Um, and then the other two are uh, Ulir and Jeral. And they explain that they have been assuming that the disturbance in the swamp came from the people of the city and that they are uh, just in an extra defensive mode right now because they are just assuming that everybody around is here to do some kind of damage to the river or the riverine Tinjorna, who they all basically work for and serve as their, uh, that's kind of their patron deity. Um, and wait a second. The other thing is that they haven't seen the riverine and one of the, and, and Rena turns to Duca and says, "You know, we haven't seen Tinjorna since he had that falling out with you, Duca, and that argument." And uh, explained that the Riverine often spends time at the pool atop of the falls, like when they would see him. Swamp drama. Wait, Duca, <laughs> are you not on good terms with? with yeah, what did she mean by that, Duca? Uh, Duca looks sort of down and to the left. He's not meeting anybody's gaze. And he's like, it was just like, you know, a disagreement. Like, over what? Because he couldn't remember her name? Yeah, what did you say to DiGiorno? (laughs) I don't don't think that's how it's set. Uh, And then um, Duca looks up and his eyes have turned cat-like and he morphs also into a were-tiger. I'd like to attack him. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, justification. I fucking warned this guy. <laughs> but he was coming. Okay, he's like, I'm just coming clean with you guys. Let him say like, peace. Here's the reality of the situation. You're really going to attack I'm him? I'm going to stab him in the side. This guy was dishonest with me, and I warned him. Oriole's like, you know when you hate someone and you don't know why, and then they finally give you a fucking reason? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd like to run interference. Uh, Can I, like, impose disadvantage or something? Yeah, roll for uh, contested attack to strength or dex, however you want to. Uh, I think I got a, I guess, what was this, strength contest? Yeah. I'll do, so that's a 10 plus 3. 
Oh, am I doing strength or an attack roll? Uh, you're doing an attack. Well, let me see about how we manage this. So you're doing an attack roll, so you need to beat his AC. Okay. You're okay. trying to interfere with his attack. So I rolled a 16 on my to hit with a dagger. Okay, so... Well, if we second. want to just use AC, like say I'm blocking it, then my AC yeah. 17. So that resolves that. Okay, that's easy too. That's fine. Uh, it also wouldn't have uh, hit anyways. So he oh. grabs your dagger and twists you around and is like, hey, I get it. I'm sorry. Okay, but you have to understand that I'm one of the only were tigers that works with people in the city. And... I live a dangerous life. I don't know who I can trust with this. If they saw me in the middle of the city like that, then I would be dead before you knew it. And he's just like explaining the situation to you. He does not attack you. Don't you dare lie to me again. Hey, hey, lies are off. Off. Lies are off. That's cool. Makes total sense. By the way, niche heads, bro, it just gives you a shotgun. <laughs> Can't be a bad guy or a bad tiger. Can't be a bad guy or a bad tiger. The addendum to the adage. <laughs> the adage dendum. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Those shirts are going to get longer and longer. <laughs> bro, we should make shirts. You look like you need another shirt. Okay, so. Why does everybody uh, say that? Duca sort of comes out and is like, yeah. I don't see. I didn't see eye to eye with the riverine, and uh, the the tigers are all kind of like snickering at the argument that's happened off to the side. Like, oh, you trusted people, man. What did you expect? Um, and uh, hold on a second. Sorry, I scrolled down too far. Okay, there we go. So he's like, "Hey, man. Like, this is just how I have to comport myself." But like, I think we need to go to the top of the falls and and get to Tinjorna and see if we can get uh, get him to come out. So we got to get to the top to get to the bottom of this, is what you're saying? Yes, just like that dance track. You got it. Yes. We started at the top to get to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Like like the one time that Nisha was at the top to get to the bottom. What are the other three tigers doing at the moment? Uh, they're just kind of like watching you all have your conversation. They seem to be swayed and sated by the fact that. Uh, you're sort of here as, as guides to Duca. Actually, uh, Rena hears this talk of going to the top of the falls and is like, what's what's this about? What are you what are you doing? Why do you need to see the river god? Well, I guess we didn't we didn't quite say that part yet. We're, we're looking for Amanisha. She's gone. Um who Ama who? What? You don't know you don't know Nisha? You hang around with this weirdo all yeah, the time. Oh, tell no, her we about don't it. hang out with Duke. Oh, please, no. Uh, but we also don't live in the city. I'm not as familiar with the... Regardless, the... there was a wave, and a prominent figure within the town was taken. And oh. the, we believe that she had an item of great value, and there were secondary motives behind the disappearance. Uh... We believe that it wasn't necessarily a wave, but something much more uh, independently moving, so to speak. And Duca adds his story about having seen the light 12 days ago and then recently again, and, and Rena's like, okay, we'll let you pass and you can go good luck. We haven't seen Tinjorna in a long time, but it sounds like that's probably the move and they're not going to get in your way or stop you. Right. Rug, how do you feel about this whole situation? Uh, feel great. <laughs> What's wrong? You didn't sound as confident as you usually are. I 
I still thought we were going to get pizzas. Like, <laughs> I yeah, should have just stayed back in town. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the DiGiorno's thing is like you keep the pizzas at home and then you make them out. You don't have to like get them. But I'm, but well, I'm not at home. You guys lured him into the swamp with food? That's really messed up. Well, okay, no. <laughs> it's going to take a long time to, okay, hang on. So you explain everything and Rena just leaves. She's like, yeah, never so mind. Like, so no, so you, you have to go to the store because you buy them frozen and then you like, but they're but, at home. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to go out for DiGiorno's. But I, but I thought this was the store to get the DiGiorno's. No, no, I yeah. They, that's what we were they, doing. Like, we were they straight up sounded like they were, I don't remember if that was this guy's. Oh no, no, it was the ghost that had like the discount board. So I was also under the impression that that was a grocery. But I think this is like just a swamp, like just a straight up swamp. Right now we gotta climb. I <laughs> right. Just, I, I I should have stayed in top to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh wait, don't you bottom. have that ring of climbing or something? A ring of swimming. I could have swam faster than that <laughs> boat, to be honest. And then also the potion of climbing. We got a lot of those. <laughs> I do. I do have a couple. Of those. Do you guys need like potions of healing, by the way? Because we have like a lot. <laughs> to be honest, like we were gonna give you one if you wanted one. Really? I guess. Oh wait, wait. You did you get it, yours like... from a guy named Josh as well? Because, like, we were getting some stuff from him, and he gave us, like, way more than I think that he even intended to give us. You know what I mean? No, Josh hasn't been a potions dealer in 73 years. That did, guy went out oh. of business. Did Josh give you a Vorpal Sword? He he never gives us Vorpal Swords. You would not There's be holding some, out on us, never give us Vorpal was, Swords. Was Josh one of the ghosts? It's no. Oh, no. Josh uh, was all of the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> the real Josh was inside of the NPCs all along. Wow. I can't believe that's how the campaign ends. <laughs> Credits roll. <laughs> um, okay, so as from where Duca has moored his boat, they sort of point you to the direction to take to start climbing up the pathways of these parallel waterfalls, um, and you're brought to a 20-foot-tall rock face around these waterfalls that you're going to need to figure out um, a, a way up. And there is a uh, there is standing water at the base of the rock face. I'll take one of those potions. One of the extra ones. Okay. You have a potion with healing. Not climbing. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned potions. Like one of them is about to drink it and then uh, like Ulir is going to drink it and then Rena sees you and like, no, give it to him. Give, give it to him. <laughs> Grog, can you grab me mm. one of those too? Yeah, can I get another? Rena just gives you hers, too. Okay. Tell her I said thank you. They're gone. <laughs> so you are at the foot of a 20-foot-tall rock face. It's kind of slippery. Um, and, and Duca tells you that the the, the path to the riverine, we're going to have to probably go up the rock face. All right. Well, I suppose we get to climbing. So uh, to climb, I'm going to need you to make a strength and athletics check. Sounds good. I'm decent at that. That's a 16. I suppose I will just climb as well. <laughs> I was wondering if you were concocting some other way up the I wall over there. I was <laughs> thinking, and I couldn't come up with anything. What did you get, Shay? Uh, 12. 12? 15. Alrighty. Uh, what did What modifier did you say? Athletics. Nine. Mm -hmm. So we roll strength and then we add athletics? No, you're rolling for athletics. Yeah, athletics already includes your strength. And your skills tab, yeah. Okay. Yeah, nat natural 20. Oh, you just crit on that on that wall? Critted on the wall. Dang. Okay, on so we've wall. got... Critted on him. 
So we've got... You uh, jerked that wall. So, yeah. <laughs> Critical gr- on the rock face. Oh, yeah. You gave a classic grug tug. Grug is critting himself. Uh, and then... Uh, what, what did... What did uh, 16. Okay, 16 for Green Thumb. Nine. Nine for Oriole. Twelve. Twelve for uh, Squeaks. Okay, cool. So... You all start to climb up this rock face, and it's a little bit slippery. As uh, so, Grug, first off, call your shot, man. What's the incredible way you get up this wall? I'm just gonna. How how big is it? Twenty feet. Oh, I was gonna say I'm just gonna jump to the top. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that much. I guess I'll just like hop back and forth up it like a yeah, goat. goat style hell yeah so you like mountain goat parkour <laughs> up the it's <laughs> like bang on your way up um and then uh so you're the first one to the top and then you had a 16 16 and then 18 was squeaks right i think it was 12 9 oh 12 okay cool I had so a nine. 9 12 16 okay so uh in that case uh Green Thumb is the next one up. You see enough of the paths that Grug took. You're like, oh, yeah, of course. Climb up. And then Squeaks attempts to to make the path up. And it's a little treacherous, but after slipping on uh, a couple of rock, rocks, uh, Squeaks saves at the last minute and gets up the wall in the last foot. And then um, Oriole goes last. And with everybody moving above him, uh, Oriole actually slips and falls about a third of the way up the wall um, and lands in the water. So no no falling damage, uh, but but has to sort of get up and make a second try, but is finally able to get up the wall after everybody else. And as you reach the top of the uh, of, of the rock face, the adjacent waterfalls that you see in front of you are fed by a broad, shallow pool surrounded by this ancient man uh by ancient mangrove trees and 20 feet from that there is a young man with green skin walking atop the water speaking softly while slowly circling two churning pillars of glowing green foam Uh uh-huh is this a human it is a humanoid being um and go ahead and make an arcana check for me uh, my my magical buddies, or just anybody Everyone. who wants to. You wearing a name tag? Or no name cape? tags on this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's eleven. Eleven. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nine. Nine. Okay. So squeaks. As you look across the way there, you recognize that this figure, the two frothing pillar pillars that it's working with, those are water elementals. Um. And and that if you do anything to dis like to disturb them as you walk up, you may upset them. Like you you might want to approach like calmly and with caution and not a lot of noise. Can I hide real quick? Like uh, I have a one of my features is as a scout robe is that I can hide in very lightly obscured area. Yeah, I'll say there's a, there's enough brush around here that you can hide. Um, and one thing I'll tell you all as well as you see this from far away is that this figure hasn't seemed to notice you all yet. It's more interacting with these pillars. Like it's trying to calm them down and shush them. And the, 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 the pillars themselves are, seems to be what moving the most. So just so you know, I did roll a 30 on my stealth check. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so you just like blend away into the underbrush. <laughs> Anybody else? Gonna... Oh yeah, no worries, no worries. Yeah, I also realized that I never picked uh circle for my subclass feature, so I, I'm like missing some spells, so I was just like looking at Dang. how to do that on Beyond. Not a big deal though, but I will need one second. So Grub, tell us more about Grub Stugs. Yeah, a word from today's sponsor for the episode, <laughs> Grug's Tugs. Grug, take it away. Uh, it's, a, it's a small company, locally owned. Uh, we do uh, started off just ferrying people across the uh, local local rivers and lakes, and then we expanded. Now we're up to seven tugboats. Wow. And it's lot. quickly blowing up. It's really taken off. We've got a new investor coming in. Mm. Um, and I feel good things about him. It's Elon Muskrat. Oh, oh, oh okay. You guys oh, right up. Promising. Yeah. Well, no, we, we haven't made a deal yet. Yeah, mm. this is back in time. This is before the other stuff. Uh, oh, a prequel. Yeah. Oh. Real excited about that, though. I mean, he's a great guy. And, yeah, uh, I, if I were you, I'd put all my eggs in that basket, I think. I, yeah. I'm going to do the same. No, no, I did hear uh, from one of my colleagues that uh, Greg Stuggs is also a sponsor of One Shot at a Time, the podcast mm. by Daniel and Daniel. <laughs> wow, tell me more about that. Um, yeah, it's a podcast about where apparently they take a topic and they make a one shot about it in wow. a single session. Just a couple of Daniels Danieling around. Aptly named, yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay, cool. D&D. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Crazy. Huh. It's like an onion. It's got layers. Wow. wow. That's not how donkey talks. <laughs> <laughs> donkey didn't say that. It's, a, it's a, more like how Squeaks talks, actually. Yeah. Oi, Shrek. <laughs> Your Mark Wahlberg accent is terrible. <laughs> Oi, um, Shrek. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you not know the SNL Mark Wahlberg talks to animals bit? No. I wish I knew it. It sounds so like uh, that would have been the thing to know for that. It was a sick reference the DM didn't get. Thank you. Great. Well, I, that, I also didn't really know what I was referencing. And just to recap for the party again, you have sort of arrived at the top of the rock wall. You see this green person. They're trying to calm Squeaks, realizes two water elementals. Mm-hmm. Um, so without getting too close to the water elementals, about how far away are we from him? Uh, I'm going to say that from here, you're probably like 40 to 50 feet away. Okay, perfect. So, the distance. so, um, I'm, I'm really leaning on this one this time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cast message again, um, and so it's up to 120 feet. Point my finger towards a creature within range and whisper a message. And so I'm gonna whisper to him, um, "Sir, sir, wh- what are you doing?" You hear a quiet, almost like the rushing of water, gets a little bit louder in your head, and then like a calm laugh. And then the figure straightens its back up and the two water elementals just vanish. They disappear back into the water. And the figure turns toward you and you see a youthful riverine. Uh, he is wearing a, like a, a sort of sash around his waist uh, that is, appears to be made of water, but it has like a rainbow light pattern in it, almost like it's rainbow colored water. And he is, he's standing on the water, uh, turns to look at you and lets out that same laugh you heard in your head. Just, (laughs) hello, my friends, what brings you here? And, uh, he carefully strides across the water and, and, and greets the, and, and, and greets the group. Just, just very welcoming and says, uh, hello, what brings you to my domicile? Oh, Duca, hi. 
Do good. You know this guy? That's uh, that's that's Tinjorna, man. That's the one that's mad at me. That's oh. He just sort of awkwardly waves at Tinjorna, like, oh hi, hi. Uh, so we're here because we're looking for Nina. Nisha. And you hired the Shit. worst guide in all of the swamps, I see. What? To, to be fair, he was the only guide we could find. This is an unfortunate situation, but I understand how it goes. How can I help you, friends? Would you happen to have anything to know about weird glowing and moving water kidnapping our super idol? He pauses in thought for a second and then says, You know, this river is me, and I am my river, and it extends deep into the body of this continent. And So it was you, then. I've noticed... uh, a strange power lately, almost as if the waters are all being sapped and moved to the southwest, like my dominion is vanishing. The thing that doesn't make sense is there's nothing there. Like, this region that we have, uh, well, we avoid it, but it's it's the forest of hands. And we avoid, like, it's, it's where the city of Manavarsha disappeared. It's a cursed place, and the only thing that makes sense to me is something must have happened there. You know, the, the, the people of the swamp, all of the denizens are just livid with, with this disaster, and we're trying to find the cause of it, and nothing that we see so far makes sense. But um, based on the person you're looking for, uh, maybe maybe we have a common cause here. So what what can we do? I can't go to the Forest of Hands myself. I would go investigate, but I need to keep the, the, the locals calm, or they will destroy the city of Sagarpur. Like the overwhelming opinion of this forest is that somebody there is attacking the swamps for some reason. So I can't go, but if, if you can go check the forest, you can find your friend and uh, maybe help me find the source of this magic that is hurting our river. Being that, that you are the river, and you know at this point we've been inside of you, it does feel like we have a, a bond connecting us. Uh, where is this going? No, I'm I'm just saying it feels like we should work together because we've been in been inside. What? I don't think I swam in the river. Did you dip? Well, we in were the in river? the boat, and the boat was in the river. Ipso facto, yeah, we were in the river. I felt the I boat so deep down inside. Of What's me. happening? Right the boat now? was like protection, but we were still inside of the river. Okay, now I'm really curious why you and Duca fought. Was it a sex thing? <laughs> Did you guys not, have not a sex? sex thing, but what do you mean by that? It's mostly the fact that he goes to work with the people in the city and forgoes his true form. And, oh, and when you say works with the people in the city, what's that a euphemism for? What? Oh, I think you know. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Duke's loop. It's a big circle. He takes him in a big circle. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, let's go to the forest. This is <laughs> fucking weird. That's, that's really what I was trying to say, was that we should go to, to the swamp and investigate. Yeah. Okay. Could I yeah, we'll, uh, interest no. you? We'll give you a hand. What? No, don't say that to this guy. Because <laughs> oh, of the forest beds. He's just talking about a good old guy. The, the, no, the, the no. tall, quiet one. Could you is not just time. reach around in front of me oh, real quick? No. And I've got this potion of superior healing I'm I'd like good. to give your party. Oh, I do kind of want that. <laughs> Go in. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Can you just like talk, Nobody wants it? to take my... Oh, fine. <laughs> and he tosses it like he literally was going to give you all a potion of... He literally was going to give you all a potion of greater healing. So oh. He's got one to give to the party. Okay. 
There's a lot of healing potions in this. Okay. So I'm hidden no still. So oh yeah, you haven't even been around, so you haven't even noticed Oriel. I'd like to cast Mage Hand, which has a range of 30 feet, and I'd like to bring my Mage Hand up to try to take the potion. <laughs> to reach around. Ooh, so can I also bring my Mage Hand up and try to take the potion? <laughs> Can uh, we rock, paper, scissors? I was going to say, so uh, you, you both go to grab the potion with your mage hands. He's like, oh, got a couple of parties here. Ah, guess you have to fight for it. I hate it make, here. A, make a contested mage hand roll, and let's see who gets it. And if you both roll the same thing, it breaks on your mage hands. Oh, God. Just because I think it's funny. Let's do D6s. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, you take it. Squeaks his mage hand, just like wins in a thumb wrestle for a second against the other mage hand, and like sneaks the potion out and brings it to Squeaks. <laughs> oh, well, I kind of feel bad now, Oriel, because that was your idea, and I just kind of piggybacked. Hey, you know what? You can you can have the potion. I'm sorry. Who are you talking to there? I'm still in hiding. <laughs> oh, just... it's just uh, myself. Sometimes I just I have an imaginary friend. You have a friend named Oreos. Yep. <laughs> It was my favorite snack when I was a kid. You got a problem with that, DiGiorno? <laughs> yeah. You freak. First of all, only my mother calls me by my full name. <laughs> Look, if your weird ass river touched Nisha. My river touches all. Okay, we're leaving. Duke, I get us the fuck Duke is out upset of here. like, God, I hate this guy so much. No, He's yeah, I totally get it now. God. I totally get it now. <laughs> if for a water god, he is kind of a knob. <laughs> yeah. So... From the waterfalls, the journey that, so Ed, the, uh, uh, Jonah's like, you don't want to rely on Duca. He'll take you the 20 hour loop. Trust me. <sighs> and he draws you a map to a shorter route. That's only 10 hours to get to the forest of hands. Okay, cool. We can finish up our D and D game. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We are going to pause there for tonight. Oh yeah. We can do the opposite of that. Not finish this D&D game. We're also, like, not even halfway through, though. Sick. Remember when we were robbing that quest giver? <laughs> yeah, I'd apologize, <laughs> but, like, you should have fucking seen this coming. <laughs> no, I can't believe how much of an incredible mess even a pre-written adventure <laughs> is so far. Like, So I'm assuming I there thought was... you were going to super murder Duke at that one spot. I was like, oh, no, this is not. Am I correct in assuming that there were literally, like, three encounters that we just skipped? So on two of them, you rolled a non-encounter and then one of them you took the super yeah easy way through okay yeah and then well there was like there was something that could have happened with the rock wall too where you were climbing but only one person fell so oh i see a lot of this like could take longer depending on how the rolls go for the encounters but so up to this point there was like no combat that was supposed to be in it? Uh, you guys have pretty much skirted all of the combat opportunities that have Oh, okay. Good thing we got all those up. potions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the writers of this adventure definitely assume people will take the path of blood because there's so many health potions in this. Oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. I was like looking forward to fighting some things. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he tried. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't fight the ghosts. So they just were like... Okay. Uh, no, they had an intimidation check that uh, really? he passed to scare them away. Yeah. Oh, that's that's like written in the module? Yeah. yeah. No, okay, wow. Okay, let's go. Scared them. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't stand up the tug. <laughs> nope. To be fair, this wasn't written with Grugnar in mind. Oh, he yeah. He really just fucking barrels through Such an optimized character, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, trust me, there's not going to be no combat. Like, the... 
things are gonna gotcha. Yeah. I really I really wish I would have hit Duca. I do not <laughs> like that guy. I have a plus nine to hit. I rolled too low. Oh man, that's brutal. Yeah. He definitely oh, seems like an incredibly pivotal NPC. <laughs> I was part of me was like, I really kind of wanted to kill this guy. I want to see how they're gonna get through this swamp in a minute. Like, the alternative would have been DiGiorno, and that would have been just I, crazy. I, I thought about shooting DiGiorno too. <laughs> as soon as you hit, I was like, oh no. Okay, yeah, so I auto crit from my assassin uh, feature, so that's auto crit on DiGiorno. I just didn't it's know be what was happening. I was nervous. Auto Gonna pause here for now. We're gonna pick this up in our next session. Uh, got a little bit of, of playtime in here. Thanks you guys so much. And at the top of this, we had uh, a little bit of chat about stuff that I wanted to focus on as a dungeon master. Quick punch in here at the end. I wanted to call something out that I noticed during the editing process. I was so freaked out about trying to stay on track with the one-shot material that I ended up taking some agency away from Chris, who wanted to lead the group through the swamp and skip hiring a guide. I definitely panicked in the moment and shut down what would have been a really fun spin on the adventure. So I just wanted to say I noticed that too, and I'm really sorry, Chris and Oriole, and next time will be different, better, cooler, more fun. Okay, let's get back to it. At the top of this, we had uh, a little bit of chat about stuff that I wanted to focus on as a dungeon master. And that stuff was uh, sort of pacing and time management, being clear and concise, uh, trying to have equal time between all of our players, staring at Kyle for no particular reason, um, <laughs> and then having everything kind of ready so we didn't spend a lot of time with the DM prepping things. I'd like to give you guys all an opportunity. Maybe we go around the table. It's sort of maybe weird to give feedback, but I think you've all been pretty good about just being very real with me so far. You're not going to hurt my feelings with this, Daniel. Like, I just want, like, a really clear, like, okay, medical no grade. Like, here's okay. the stuff. Um, sure. And so we'll start uh, We'll start with Chris here on this end, and we'll just go around in a circle. Um, and I'm just going to maybe take some notes as I go, but overall, I'd just love to get your thoughts about my performance as a DM and stuff, and then we'll get into hearts and wishes as a separate part. So, Chris, take kick us off. Okay. So it was a pre-written adventure, when, and if you've never read through a pre-written adventure, there's a lot of narrative. Like, there's a lot that goes into establishing all of that. So I think with that in mind, I think you did a very nice job of kind of explaining it all to like you didn't go overboard on it and I think you kind of picked out the important parts set the scene quickly so the the timing in that aspect was good um, you kind of started us on the rolls instead of just wall of words um, throughout the adventure I I mean I think you kept it up like we threw a lot at you <laughs> <laughs> and you did a good job of hanging and not straying from your plan too far. Um, so in a storytelling aspect, I think that was good. Um, you kind of stayed on brand, but you also didn't railroad us. Um, I know that it's really easy for you to say, stop it, no. <laughs> um, so 
I think you did a good job in that aspect. And then the timing throughout, like, I don't know. It felt great. It felt better pacing wise compared to mm -hmm. some of our other sessions. Like I had a clearer mm -hmm. way of wh what we wanted to do in the scene. Yeah. If I were to give you any, well, I, I think that I'll leave it at that and I'll go to the hearts and wishes later. Okay. You can give me a feedback here too. That's not the other things. Like this is totally the time to, if you've got a note, but if you've got like hearts and wishes, those definitely wait. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, if I were to offer any criticism as far as this goes, I don't know. <laughs> No, it was perfect. Well, I'll, I'll, break the, I'll break the seal real quick. So I definitely <laughs> fucked up missing some details to share at the start as far as like important things to know about the gods. I said the wrong fucking river god name. So I definitely doofed up some of the details. And I think I got mm. so freaked out by some of the content that I uh, got distracted by away from making sure that you guys were understanding the things instead of me checking the, yep, I said it, I did it, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. I so I guess to kind of piggyback off of that, I will say sort of as a critique, sort of as like a because this is a pre-written module, I, I think what would make it feel a little more natural would be not to just like straight up do like the read this section lore dump in the beginning. Um I don't know if there's so much opportunity for it here, but like I do like the way how uh, I'm not sure if this was you or if this was the book, but like when you describe like, oh, you see, you know, like this stage and it's adorned with, you know, like these little images of like spirits hiding behind vines and stuff like that kind of like active or I guess like passive description is really nice because you get to kind of be like, oh, we're in this kind of place and it has this kind of vibe and not necessarily have to know like, oh, right. And then like this is where they believe that this many years ago there was this God and he did this and that and he's the right. God of this. Um, so yeah, I, I think like especially for radio, like a radio show or whatever, like a podcast, like a live recorded one, um, it's more interesting to kind of be able to experience that even as like a listener, where it's like, oh cool, um, I don't have to keep track of all this stuff, and I can still kind of like feel the vibe of the location. It's a good point. That's excellent input. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. But otherwise, it was yeah, no, no. I thought the I thought the pacing was really good. I was kind of surprised that uh, you like weren't just skipping stuff because. In my mind, I was like, "Oh, we're running really long, and we haven't even gotten like to the meat of the of the campaign of what uh, or what I assume it is." So, like, he's probably you know, like this is probably supposed to be combat. You know, the Naga was probably supposed to be combat, but I guess um, maybe the, it was just the Naga could have been combat, but you all took a very yeah, tame, I see. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, sweet. Okay, uh, did that give you? Did that bump anything loose as far as a note? Yeah, I mean, I think he covered it. I think one of the things, and this is a critique that I've gotten from my players in the game that I run to, is um, don't always make it known that you're like reading the book and referring to the thing. Like, just try to make it flow more because it can feel a little stop and go sometimes. Yeah, I felt that. Um, it's just like, stop, let me read. Okay, now we can go. Um, like with the, I think the biggest thing with that was when you were rolling on the encounter tables and that was just kind of like, maybe I should have pre-rolled those too. So they were just ready. You can also, and this is something I do is just literally pick one. Like don't even roll, just pick one mm. and just say like, this would work in this instance. So we're just going to do this and this and deal with it. Like, don't even tell us that you're going to roll on the encounter table just have an encounter happen say as you guys float on the river with this absolutely useless guide <laughs> um this 
dragon appears out of the water and eats your boat. Like, just have it happen. Hmm. I don't know. I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Just because on that point, uh, the point about encounter tables specifically, just because I actually think it's kind of fun to be like, okay, you are kind of like in charge of your own destiny, and then when you're listening to that, you're like, oh, you know, they rolled really good or they rolled really bad. But um, yeah, I, I think I think the like the pausing for notes and stuff is is gonna just be a matter of like knowing the stuff well enough to not need to like feel that you're not confident enough and that you need notes all the time um but yeah i think like pacing wise other than the moments where we actually had to fully stop i think it like the thing that really stood out to me was just like it felt like you were very confident saying Mm -hmm. which i think went a long way to make it feel like there wasn't you know like uh yeah okay you guys get in the boat and um hang on i uh there's probably some stuff here yeah yeah. uh yeah yeah you see um yeah roll an encounter check you know, like there was none of wow, that. Wow, for those who are not here, Daniel is literally reading the book and saying this. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he's reading my notes, and I did put all of that in there. Stammer here. <laughs> hey, yeah. Tay. Shay, you're on deck. Oh, hey. Um, tear, yeah, no. Tear him up, Shay. Uh, <laughs> get in get there. <laughs> fuck it. Hold on. Let me pull up my notes. Jesus Christ. Put him on blast. So, fucking first of all. <laughs> uh, no, you no. Talk it, like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought it was great. I like the pacing a lot. I do think there are probably parts that went a little long, but like mm. that was more from us. You know, that was us jumping on a fucking bit and and not letting apologize. it go. <laughs> and and honestly, like, yeah, I get that, that we have a maybe more of a time constraint on this one than other episodes, but like we're also still recording a thing and it should be fun for people. So hopefully yeah. that's the end result. So I appreciate you letting us kind of do our thing and even when it was like clearly we were done with an interaction, but we just wanted to fucking keep drilling. What do you mean it. those two villagers in the beginning? Yeah, were like oh. key key NPCs. Well, and I and I loved like to the point of you know this being a pre-written thing and like you're trying to follow it along. When you fucking go off script and have to improv, like you're super strong. Like you came up with names for those two out of fucking nowhere. You you jumped into playing a character opposite Daniel, like letting him play around <laughs> the other NPC, which was which a super props. fun Soils. fucking. That was such a fun interaction like between the three of you being Daniel, Josh, and Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I had a great time. I don't you know, I don't really have any notes from like a DM standpoint, of course, because that's not my role. But uh, I had a good time. Please. That was underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Four out of I'm ten not crying. <laughs> I'm not crying for the reason that Chris wants to And I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> oh, shit. Was it a soundboard? That's crazy. Who yeah, was that? I actually have <laughs> that <laughs> recorded from... <laughs> Uh, Kyle, what do you think? How did how did it go from your chair? Um, same. I feel I feel like everyone else kind of covered it. Um, yeah, love the characters. <laughs> <Would've gone Wow. laughs> He's just as eloquent out of character as he is in. I have I have edited now two episodes of a podcast and then heard the seen the volume levels on this one. And Kyle is the quietest human. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> like on the stage and on the mic, it's it's all the same. You know. No, great character. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, no, you go. Is this a bit? It's, it's great characters. And like, <laughs> I really like the locations. And like, it was just super, it was super good. I just think no, there are no some critiques. people on the podcast that are a little bit quiet. Kyle, that's exactly who I was thinking of. <laughs> was the, 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 the note was on uh, pacing and timing, being clear and concise, equal time between all players, having everything ready so there's not a lot of wait time on the DM. These are my notes? No, I'm just asking if you had feedback <laughs> I mean, on any oh. of that stuff. I mean, it sounded like they were coming from you, given <laughs> yeah, the volume. Uh, I thought that was playback. No, Kyle, he's giving you notes. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
uh, uh, fair notes. I'll uh, take that uh, under advisement <laughs> for the next one. Sorry, guys. I really appreciate Kyle letting us just fucking shit all over. <laughs> yeah, this is just us making fun of you. I'm sorry. It, it is, yeah, it's really it's, not it, fair. It's but the thank punching bag uh, <laughs> segment of the show. Yep. Kyle really is Grugnar. <laughs> Brutal. I'm so happy that you were playing Grugnar for this. I was kind of hoping he was going to make a comeback. I think yeah. he needed to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgot his voice and everything about him, but he was there in spirit. So there you he is. got it. Yeah. Okay. Felt groggy to me. Yeah. Felt groggy. Felt sufficiently groggy. Groggy. You got groggy with it. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, Daniel, anything to plug at the end of the podcast here? <clears throat> um, yeah, I do a thing. I've been playing um, a game called Valorant. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. if you want to play a, like a shooting game. Valorant's pretty tight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. Nothing other than Valorant. that. Nothing other than that. That's cool. Yeah. I just like to plug, you know, just like anything made by a big, like 10 cent backed corporation. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah and- that's pretty much it. Oh, also, I, like, I, my friend does a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Your that's friend? One. Yeah. Which, which one? He's that guy who does Dear Hank and John. Yeah, that's, no. Uh, I'm on a podcast <laughs> called One Shot at a Time. I'm sure you, sure you guys hear about it all the time. One Shot at a Time on whatever podcast app. It's I. Right. Okay, I I was 95 percent sure that was a bit, but on the off chance that you actually knew one of the fucking McElroy brothers, oh, no, 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 I was going to lose my mind. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He knows but what both an of honor. them. What an there honor. There are three. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's the brother, the brother, and me. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'd like, to, are two brothers. I'd like to plug the other podcast that I'm on, Critical Role. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, you're Matt Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, you look so different when you're not in your stage makeup. Yeah, you can catch it on YouTube or Twitch. I didn't uh, realize that was a wig. Crazy, man. Wow. That's all caps, wow, yeah. Wow. Live on Thursdays, right? That's Live on a, Thursday, yep. Do we end this on Is It Thursday yet? What do we... Oh, the uh, lawyers are calling. They want to have a conversation with all of us oh, outside shit. after this. No, hang oh. on. I can't. I got to get out of here. This is, I can't. Not wait, like wait, this. wait, wait. How do you want to, how do you want to do this? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Crash Course DM. We're going to pick up the next half of the one shot next week. Crash Course DM is brought to you by Anything You Can Do, a blog about pretty much that. We release new episodes every other week on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. Word of mouth is our best friend right now, so please tell your friends, your family, your enemies all about the show. And we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Wow.